everyone, and welcome to episode 249 of Pants. <laughs> the reason I'm holding up is because they told me something before the show, so I'm waiting on doing a different tag. I was like, I don't know what to fucking say, but um, I'm here with Tyler T-Rex Baker and Nasty Nate Nathan Kennedy. They said something. I was like, I got to go back and listen to make sure, because I was like, I'm not going to be, if I copied somebody else by accident of a tagline, I was like, I'm not saying that shit I don't know no what more. He's, talking, so. he's sort of like, he's throwing a fragment of sentences like, Joe talking about the aliens in his head or something like that. Who's, who's <laughs> talking to? Who's making him laugh? Oh I shit! I had too many things like, uh, what, What's going on? What, what you guys? Yeah, said, I thought well, you meant like people in the chat room. Like you can already see people in the chat room. Like what they're saying and stuff like that. So. Uh, just something about a tagline at the beginning. So something Nathan mentioned. I was like, I have to double check on this, but it's like yeah, I won't be I saying that no more. Too, but quickly, you know, let me just say hello to. Holy son of a bitch! God. <laughs> What? What? What happened? I was trying to say, I thought Joe was done, and as I was talking, Joe was just like, Oh, that might have been a 30-second delay, because I was like, I didn't think I was talking, so there might be that delay that did that. Okay. But you go ahead. What was it? No, I was just like, <laughs> looking back at old episodes, we had done one on Goatman, like, shit. Not that it really matters, but I just thought we had covered new ground that no one gave a shit about not too long ago about Goatman. Looks like we'd done it before, and no one gave a shit back then either. So, all right, speaking of people don't give a shit, they're not listening to our back catalog of episodes. You know, you guys just into the new shit. Well, we'll Maybe get to put all this hard work into putting up all these episodes. I can make everyone listen to this episode to go back to our back catalog and listen to some of those horseshit episodes when we had our third wheel on. Start there from the beginning. Just, you know, Come on, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think what Tyler's alluding to, I posted it in the group, it, the link's actually down below as well, but I've started to go through and re-upload the audio archive onto uh, Anchor FM, so you guys can click on that, I think I'm up to episode 76 at this point, so you guys can go back and listen to that, I'm gonna catch it up to present day and keep it going from there, so everything's just together, you can also go to Podbean as well. So that is an option, but you know, it's all there. You can scroll through, see that. And then like Tyler said, check out the third wheel, Brian Ozone is going back and listening to a couple of them. It's, it's nice to see how the show has evolved because it, Joe sounds completely different to me listening to those older episodes. Cause he, he seems, and I don't want to say like he, he sounds nervous or anything, but there's just, I tried to be calm, and I didn't want to, like, ramble too much. So I always tried this ah, different gotcha. way. I uh, talked in a different tone. It didn't but... work for you, Joe. Yeah. yeah. They were going to say Joe was no, a or something on, you know, while we were no, recording. No, I was just trying to always be relaxed. Like, yeah, now I'm just letting it go. But first, look, real quick. Adam Gabbert, Captain Chronic, Curtis Ackerman, Daniel Carhoon, and DJ Tags, Webmon, Grimbot, JSP, Jaime Mares, Joe... Oh, fuck. Pac, or Pac, I'm sorry. I'm saying my own fucking name. Um, Papa Hood 69, Zen Brown, Zentron. Those everybody that I've seen as participants. Thank you for joining. And God, I just realized I had to try to tuck my hair back. You think Nathan's hair is bad. I mean, I look like wait, a wait, wait, hey, my wait, hair wait. You, my hair is bad? <laughs> I meant, that did sound like a dig at you. I meant, you know, lengthwise, but my hair poofs out and everything, so I'm trying to God, it was. I look like a fucking moron, so I tried to tuck it back. You there. know what? I think you should embrace it, lose the hood, and just let the hair go, man. Oh God! Uh, like I said, I love yeah. At least home. Jason Voorhees, when he had hair in part two, he just he just let it all flow out there too. He did for a little bit that he had. Nah, yeah, you're right. No, I agree. He did have that. Shit. 
But um, God, um, let, let me think. Uh, as for any new topical stuff, he just uh, he just pretty much scooted the issue about showing his hair. Like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm not showing any of my skin. <laughs> I ain't showing shit. I'm just gonna keep it like as I keep the hood on. It looked like a mess. I mean, I, it looked like a, a lunatic. I don't know. Uh, it's from it, maybe it's a little blurred, but it looks like you can see it on. I guess it would on on the left if you're looking at him on your your, yeah. your TV screens. It would be his yeah. right, but you can see it like yeah. I, yeah, I tried to tuck it in because a couple seconds ago I think it was all like this. Oh, and I was oh that's really awesome. <laughs> Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, leave it like that the whole show. Just do it. Yeah, it looks like it's Honestly, locks. like Joe yeah. and I have the same kind of hair. We really do. <laughs> it does. Mine will get yeah, it curls up the longer it gets. So. Oh Christ! What the fuck are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> What's happening? But um, as for new topical stuff, I think the cool thing that they showed for people that are collecting those Masters of the Universe minis, where they showed uh, some vehicles that, like, uh, I think it's Skeletor with Rotan, and then He-Man comes with now they call it the Ground Ripper, not Road Ripper, because Road Ripper, I guess, is trademarked, which I didn't know that. And I was thinking, I still think, I don't understand, because you know how Masters of the Universe always has the wordplay where they put the dash or hyphen, as you call it, between names, why couldn't they just have road and then hyphen ripper? That is def it's still spelled different, but I don't know if you guys knew that, but yeah, the road ripper, I guess, apparently has been trademarked, so they're calling it the ground ripper. I, Sounds about I, right, yeah, I, but I wonder who has that trademark, because when you think of what first comes to mind, it's like Hot Wheels, but I'm like, Mattel owns Hot Wheels, so that makes no sense either. I don't know. That's strange. Probably something to do with Hasbro. It's it's. I'll, yeah, I'll, it could be. I always blame Hasbro because they they picked up the name Fisto for that lane character Kit Fisto. So now we were stuck with Battle Fist. Yeah, I was over a. I was gonna, no, a no name check Jedi in the shitty prequels. I was gonna ask you about that. Actually, I think did Joe used to. Okay, Joe's Joe's Sky uh, his uh, videos like freezing up this entire time so i was like oh are we gonna lose them but no uh that was one thing i was gonna ask you about because one of our topics tonight which i uh, i i thought that man joe and i are both flustered i thought i didn't change the episode topic here in the bottom I was right gonna say but i did uh it got me thinking because we're gonna do the top three 2000x figures so i went back and looked at the line and it is amazing that there weren't as many characters released. There was a shitload of variants, but then I saw the the Battle Fist thing, and I was like, "Well, what's up with that?" But now Tyler already answered that for me, so I don't have to ask it later. Yeah, it was even before we ever got like notification as to like why. I'm like, okay, I think I know where this is going, and I'm like, damn it! And I was yeah. just like, for Kit Fisto, and, and that irritated me because I was like, Kit Fisto is a two word name. Fisto is just a single name. So what's the problem with Fisto? It's like you could call him Fisto. But as a toy, trademarked with Kit Fisto, I was like, but it's still fucking Fisto. You can say Fisto. It's so stupid. How do get so sensitive with shit? But I still say hyphen up some stuff or do something different to where it's not spelled exactly the same. But Christ, I guess that doesn't work because if Kit Fisto and Fisto are somehow the same, then I guess fuck it. I guess you can't get the Road Ripper with a hyphen. It's just now the Ground Ripper. But I'm still calling it the Road Ripper no matter what. I don't get well, still, I mean, like if we got you know a good cartoon, it could still could be called Road Ripper in the cartoon. We just, they just we couldn't get a toy called the Road Ripper. We have to call the the Skid Mark or some shit like that. I don't know what they get. Hey, it's Skid Mark. So, 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 some like lame ass name, you know that they all oh, the kids will love, but not the adults who are really marketing it towards. Well, uh, Grim Two in the chat said, oh, "What if it was Fisto but with a PH?" 
No, no, it's lame. It's it's just as lame. No. Or uh, yeah, you could just do fist hyphen o. That could work. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. it's like I'm sorry. They can call it whatever they want. He is always going to be Fisto, and Kit yeah. Fisto is is just a no name character in the background of Attack of the Clones. That is it. You know, and what like even Rattler didn't they call him the general or some the shit in toy form? But they could call him Rattler in the cartoon. So it was yeah. like yeah. I, I that one was a little bit better because at least they're giving him the title that he has in the cartoon. But we all know it's it's Rattler. But yeah, man, that 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 snake line was snake bit we're gonna get into that crazy shit i guess right now first hello yeah. rebecca cox thank you for joining us first time i think she's uh joining us no nope, she was and here yeah, she was here last week you missed it she, oh she was well maybe i said that i forgot god damn it, I, I saw it because but, because i was like wait a second a female presence in the chat room that's not my mother what, what is this sorcery yeah, because I always got I was like, I gotta watch it. But Rebecca's been making some really great customs. She's been posting online on Facebook. So wow, if you want, just look up her name. Territory there, huh? No, no, she she does some great work. She's been doing uh, visions of taking Princess of Power either steeds or other things and turning them into humanoid characters. She's been doing a great job, vintage style Princess of Power. So check her out on Facebook. She's doing some great shit. And uh, I've seen it. It's glitched on me to just let you know, like sometimes you guys will freeze on me. So I, it is probably my end. It makes everything look horrible. So hopefully it goes smooth. But yeah. we might as well get into our top three 2000X figures. And there's, well, looking at this line, there's, a great selection of figures and yeah there's some shit shows up there too i'm just not acknowledging i mean you guys might have it in your top three but i'm just not acknowledging any of the variants because I, no, I just don't know no, no. this, this topic yeah. was not about anything like that it was about the even if he-man skeletor made your your top three that's fine but no variants like no variants. yeah i'm not one where we just focus on the top three shittiest figures that's a fun discussion oh, to have. And then too. it's weird you said it because I was going to say that would be the next thing because there's a shitload right, of we're, those. We're doing that and next week. that is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to be shitting all over the variants. Bank it next next week. That's one what of if, our, one of our topics for what next if, week. Instead of doing like top three shitty variants, what if we took all the variants and just ranked the variants in terms of shittiness? Oh God, we'd be arguing. There's over a lot. Got the the top spot though. I, I, and I, we'd I, be here all day. Oh, all right. There's well, a ton. maybe not. How about maybe well. Maybe all right, yeah. Top three, we were also uh, all right. Well, because we, uh, obviously, I mean, not every variant is bad. Right. So maybe we could have like one, like th this receives the high spot. This one variant, and then we have our three shittiest variants or something like that. Because there, uh, there were like <laughs> three. Yeah, the three worst variants, and also, I mean, we could even mention the three worst figures because there's figures beside variants that are pretty bad. I mean, King is well, one I of them, I pretty can't much stand that figure, and that's that slot, that's not yes. even a variant. I hope I didn't lock up because it looks like. Yeah, yeah, you kind of did lock up for a second, but. Uh, yeah, it's a, probably a no. Yeah, I, I may. I don't know if maybe it's a Skype thing. If it's if it's Joe's internet that's going on, but uh, another. Maybe it's his hair. <laughs> yeah, it's causing interference with everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> curls out just for fun. I had to do this to get some of the curl there action. Go. Got some curl action. Man. I, it, it's amazing. Uh, one of the He's quite sassy. One of the the other things as well is stactions are not included in this list either. No. That that would because they're too fucking amazing. Those are yeah. great. So yeah, we're not, not going to include... one in that lot. So yeah, we'll maybe yeah. talk about top stactions another time. But yeah, this is just strictly the figure. So you know what? I see you have this set up, Nathan, where you have you know three, two, one with our third worst and second worst, and then the top worst. 
and we see Tyler at the top. So we might as well go Tyler, me, then you, starting at number three, our third worst to the second worst to the worst worst one. Wait, wait, so why, guess, why Tyler, are you what saying you worst shoot? worst? This is yeah, like, this is our favorite. We're doing the best here tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean best. God damn, you got worst in my mind so much that I was, I was thinking of worst. I'm sorry, best. Our Joe, third favorite. Our topics tonight. The, this is just gonna be like a complete like between <laughs> between Joe freezing up. And, and him not wanting to say certain things, and then me thinking that I forgot to do something that I did do. Like, what is going on? Is there something in the water? God damn, this is, get, this is getting bad. All right, well, we'll do Yeah, it's our third favorite, second favorite, and favorite favorite. So, Tyler, your third pick. Joe, just keep pulling out more and more of your hair, exposing more as you're getting nuttier and nuttier. Yeah, I'm just going to pull it all over. It's like the way Joe's hat. It's like he's wearing a black fisherman's hat. Like he's, you know, the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer or something like that. Like just from a certain angle, you know, like easy Yeah. That's what Joe really should be wearing. He ought to be wearing like, you know, a, a fisherman's outfit like that, you know. Yeah, and then hide his face. And, yeah, that, that'd be a pretty good look for Joe, I think. Like like a toy, like Captain Hook from like Dollar Tree or some shit. I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah, uh, my, my number three uh, of the best of the best is Cyclone. Uh, I loved his design altogether. Cyclone's my favorite heroic warrior, um, and I, I just thought like they the horseman really um, uh, amped up the a brand new look, but also the same look. And I, I was I, I couldn't have been happier with Cyclone. I remember seeing the reveal that came out with uh, Prince Adam. At the same time, I think with I think Ninja Armor He Man or one one of those variants, but Cyclone, like, holy shit, man! I was I, I could not have been happier with Cyclone. That the lenticular sticker was on there. The rotating action was awesome. The disc on the back was cool that you could fold over them. Not that I needed to, but it was just like an extra like you know weapon, I guess, or, or something he could hold even too. But um, I I really liked that that design. Um, it was and, and there were most all the redesigns were really good, but Cyclone because I I love him to death. Like he's definitely my favorite of the of the hero warriors, and um, definitely had to make my top three. All right, that's a great choice. Now mine for being third, I'm one to where I said I'm never usually much for figures in certain preset poses, but I go with Triclops. I mean, he's beautifully designed. I love his look. I, I love everything about that, even the pre-post thing. The only down part, as I told you, some of the figures has the popped-off head, but I don't give a shit. I put it right back on. But they capture just a beautiful a beautiful image of him to where when I'm watching the cartoon, I can just picture how he's engaged in battle. I can picture that with the figure, but I absolutely think they nailed it. And, and of course, just still has, thank God, the turning thing for the eyes. But I I thought I would hate it. When I first was getting it, I was thinking, I don't know what I'm going to feel about this figure. Because, oh, sure, now, even the other figures, like I said, some suffer with what they call that hunched-over look. But I didn't think he was going to become a favorite. But he was. So my number three is it's Triclops. And as you can see, Nathan has these all set because we set them to Nathan. So he knows the order yeah. we're doing all this. So and, yeah, there's my number three. Just, and I, I, I'm going to go ahead and spoil this a little bit for everybody. But Joe and Tyler's top three... Are the same three figures, just in different orders. Are you shitting? I'm not shitting you. <laughs> oh my god, that's unreal. So, uh, so okay, well, well I, Because well, I, I, when he said Cyclone, I was thinking, oh my god, I fucking picked Cyclone for something too. So yeah. that's Yeah, I cool got the list, and I'm like, 
if we pick the same for top one, that's no, gonna be fucking freaky. No. Like I say, because none of this is planned. Well, oh, we didn't. Oh, I no, mean, we already didn't do I that. Mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll we'll see. So obviously, after I I got both of your top threes, I'm like, well, I I need to go and look through the figures again. And I don't want to uh, have any of these three that you guys picked because that would be incredibly fucking boring to me. So my number three is Whiplash. Yeah. I think that this is, uh, I mean, you can see it here on your screen. Uh, To me, this was an update done proper. For most of these other figures, they stayed pretty true to their vintage counterpart. But this one with the head... It's just a completely different look for this character that, to me, is uh, way more badass than over the vintage figure. Okay. I, I, when, when I saw that the, the two-up of Whiplash and, and Beastman, like, I was so impressed by those two in particular. Like, I remember seeing those pictures in, in uh, Tomart's magazine, and I, I just remember how much they stood out. Like, it, the excitement of seeing these new characters in Skeleton He-Man, but... Whiplash and Beastman. Beastman would have made my top three if they hadn't changed his color scheme. That two up where it was like the classic bright orange and red. Oh yeah, they changed up the all the blue. colors on those yeah, two up. I hated yeah, that. Yeah. I, I don't. I hated the muted colors on Beastman. I hated the did in the cartoon. If, if Beastman had the colors the horseman intended to, Beastman would be in my top three. And, with, and you Whiplash, know what's funny. And that's the thing about Beastman and Whiplash, but especially Beastman, which I was going to bring up. He was one that probably would have made my top three, but. The honest thing is, once those st- you know the stations came out and they had the oversized, and you can see what the yeah. horsemen really were allowed to do in their freedom, I was like, damn, now he doesn't look as imposing next to goddamn Clawful and Tongue Lasher. And the, the other thing is, I don't know if you guys remember the Chinese variants that I told you about that I had, because they had uh, some He-Man variants, Skeletor variants, and then they had, out of all characters, Cyclone and Prince Adam. But instead of the six-inch size... They were 8-inch, and I thought by looking on the back, they were going to be doing a Beastman. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get an 8-inch Beastman figure, and I'm going to put them right with those. But they didn't make them, so that pissed me off, because I was thinking, we're going to get that bad. Because the thing is, they took the basic molds of these and just made them bigger. It's the same goddamn figure, but bigger. So he would have, he definitely would have made it then, but yeah, Beastman is beautiful, as is Whiplash. But the stations spoiled them for me, and that's why... Neither of those made my top three, but that is a great choice, Nathan, on Whiplash. I appreciate that. And I think, too, what inspired most of our list is more about how these figures looked over how they were eventually portrayed in the in the cartoon. Because to me, that's two... Yeah, that's another discussion. Yeah, that's two itself. completely different things, because I, obviously Whiplash probably not, like, character-wise the strongest in the show, but uh, it's my number three pick just because uh, it's a huge improvement to me over the, the vintage figure. All right, two for Tyler. Number two for Tyler. Number two for Tyler is too bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, too bad's my favorite evil warrior. By far, given the best origin of 2000X, uh, probably the most um, appreciated um, update to the character was making them bounty hunters and separate characters, thanks to Larry DeTillo. God bless him. And uh, I, I, it's pretty much the original figure. Just bulked up a bit more with a with a new uh, a new weapon, and uh, I was like, God, it's 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 everything I, I love. They haven't tampered with it or anything like that, uh-huh. and it was just absolute perfection. Because too bad is the best, and uh, I, I just love that character so much. Does not get used enough, but I, I was quite happy with how much he was used, and uh, the horseman. 
fortunately was able to get too bad through and Mattel didn't go through and throw in some like shitty wristbands or headbands or or any other goofy nonsense on the characters. Like, oh no no we get, you know then they had like the reverse color one and the and the yeah. snake men like god what who who those, those color variants were just something else and I I say this as a man that does own Disco Skeletor. I don't know why I bought that. I hate way. that name for that character, that variant too. It uh, was not not nothing. It just makes me mad. I, it's just some I, bullshit. Honestly, name that, that fans like. I like it. You know what's weird though? Now, Nathan, when those variants all first came out, I mean, they were just widely hated. Nobody praised I mean, I them. They all I didn't like them either. Well, here, no, no, no. I got you. It might have grown to you, but what's weird is. First, he was widely hated, as was the one that's now titled Blood Skeletor, that other variant color. Well, now, years later, people are like, damn, that Disco Skeletor's fucking cool. Everybody's saying it, and then they're wanting to make it in, like, those mini things. They want to do it for the pops. Everything's like, okay, guys, calm down now. It isn't that fucking great, but it, people apparently started liking it. Like, you did? That's great. Cool, you like it. But I was like, I just remember, I was like, every fucking one of these guys has a variant. I'm sick of this. Yeah. It was probably Overstock, or I don't know what it was. Like, let's paint Merman like this. Let's paint this guy like th-. I just got tired of him. But if you like him, that is cool. I, I mean, I think there's just something about the the orange and purple and black that works better in terms of all the other repaint variants. To, to me, that one stands up. I don't know. I, there's something about it. I do. Yeah, I the guy just, was probably on acid yeah, or I something. Mean, I don't know. I, it just doesn't but bother there's me. no logic much. to any. That, that was the thing that really bothered me. That it was no logic other than just making a chase. Yeah. Figure. Like, so collect, take advantage of collect, which I was like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, get everything, and I did. I got two of everything, if not more than that, at times. And actually, I, I, I just... have it here in the closet. I'm gonna, I'll go grab it and I'll show it because Papa. Oh, sweet Jesus! Papa, Papa Huds has never seen it, so I'll go grab it. He's never seen Disco Skeleton. You're not, you're not missing anything great by any means. People, I think people just like really stupid shit that they think is funny, and it's not funny. It's as Joe would say, white bread humor, where it's, it's just like people like saying, you know. It's like Joe's T-shirts, you know, Isis Frosted Nuts or Rosie the Roboto, you know, where it's like, oh, you did you say Rosie the Roboto? Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, because you no, know, I... Flintstone is he, man. I was like, wait for Joe to do that. And then I did the figure, and he was, he was fucking awesome. But, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's yeah, great. it's not it's that's it's a, not the best, awesome or, it's not the best or anything, but I don't know. There's just something about the, the color. I think if they would have abandoned like this blue uh it, it almost it purple blue it depends on how you uh, if, if, God, if, that doesn't if, make you if they would i think if they would have just made that part black as well then it wouldn't have been so bad but it's hilarious because you look at his hands it's it's like his normal skin tone like why why didn't they bother to paint the hands they didn't have a fucking idea when they did that. They just mashed a bunch of colors together. We're being silly about it. They pack it. All right. They had the janitor pick one. The guy who does the windows and cleaning shit. They were just like, you pick a color, you pick color. Package it up. That's it. They were fucking horrible. But it is cool that you like it and some people like it. And more power to all you guys. I love you all. I just okay, find it now insulting. Can... People, like, companies doing this kind of shitty you know, repaints and then wanting full price for a very, very lazy you know, paint job. I, I just, I just like... I got no. It's like Super Seven does that a lot with a lot of their reaction figures. They're like, "Oh, look, this this figure's clear. You want to 
pay fifteen bucks for it? No. Some people like those transparent figures. But I don't. I don't. I don't, get I don't it, either. Though. That like, part I don't. Yeah. You know, it's well, like when they did like this is Movie Man at Arms. Like, no, it's not. You just grasping at straws here. You know, I, I just I get really offended by by cheap repaints like that, and I get mad at people who want to buy them because you're just supporting this bullshit logic. But anyway, I, I I think the only two repaint variants I got was that Skeletor, and I got Merman. I know it sucks, but I couldn't find regular Merman anywhere, so I saw that one. I'm like, well, I want a Merman. Fuck. And then I went ahead and well, at least you got him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. well, no, he wasn't as bad it, as some of the others. I mean, but... I was, yeah, it's. Uh... But those were the only two. Yeah. Now I did own some of the other variants, like you know, the fucking the samurai He-Man and Skeletor. God. <laughs> wow. Well, oh God. Let me get to my number two because, like I said, we'll have to talk about the shitty things another time. But number two for me, it's Cyclone. And that's, well, my number one pick for a hero because my number one one ain't going to be a hero. Yeah. But I picked Cyclone as well. I remember my sister, and it used to drive me insane. When she'd see Cyclone, she always says, what's up with the blue He-Man? And I always remember, I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, that looks like He-Man. I was like, no, it doesn't. And, of course, now these years later when I look at the vintage Cyclone face, I'm like, fuck, that does kind of look like He-Man. Yeah. It's just irrit- yeah, it irritates me. But seeing as they went in a whole different redesign, he's got his own unique look. I love the different style of the helmet. I like the addition of the one part on the top, even though really for me it didn't add much. It was still, it made a new design to him. Plus, he still has a spin feature and the lenticular sticker. It's just, he looks badass. It's like, you can't look at that figure and say, that sucks. I can't picture anybody looking at it and thinking, what a horrible design. They did a fantastic design. So he definitely was one that when I was you know waiting, I was like, please, let me find this at the store. I used to go on the hunts, and half the shit would never be there. And here was one of him. I was hyped up, and yeah, definitely, he's my number two pick, but my number one heroic warrior. Excellent choice. So at this point, yeah. going <laughs> off of what we said earlier, I, you guys can pretty <laughs> much assume who the number one picks for both of these guys are. But anyway... My, I just can't believe, though, either way that we both did that. Go ahead, honestly, Joe, that's why I, I once you sent that, I was like, can you can you put them in order? You know, and you're like, no. You know, I'm like, please do that that way. Cause... Yeah, I was wondering because Nathan, yeah, because Nathan was like, give me your uh, three, you know, picks of your top three figures. I was like, but why? We'll just talk about. Be like, no, give an order. And I was like, okay. I was like, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Now I'm in two hours. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Joe's message was like, "Oh, let me get back to you in an hour." I'm like, "Does it take you an hour to figure out your top three? It seems like a it's five Joe minute just being thing. dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> probably just laying in bed farting, launching air biscuits. Yeah, like, like what, what, you know, airing out his sheets and just kind of waving it so that so all the you know the, oh, the steam can get out. Oh, Popeye spicy spicy chicken tenders. Oh yeah. Oh. It's like that scene in Teen Wolf 2 where Chubby's like laying in bed and farting. He just kind of waves the blanket. That's Joe just laying there, farting in bed. <laughs> I was working, goddammit. What's up, Air Gaming? Well, go ahead. Uh, what's your number two? Um, what the fuck's your name, Nathan? <laughs> wow. Jeez, Joe. <laughs> oh, sir. Are, you, are, are you all right? I to... I, I'm just going to. Joe loses his mind tonight. Anyway, my number two is Roboto. Because I like, okay. like Tyler was stressing earlier, it, it takes that original design. From vintage and just beefs it up and I, I mean he looks really awesome I, and this picture is different too because it, he also came with a chest armor but i wanted to show this off so you could see all the gears and everything inside multiple attachments for for the arm and he even has it's not also here in the picture either but it has like the uh has like this pack that goes on his back that has like more uh, those are cannons aren't it? it's like yellow 
Has no one says anything? I can't remember. I, I just see a picture of it. I, I can't. Yeah. But I, this is... Uh, I, I just like the look of this. Because you look at the line as a whole, and you think about when they, they came out. It just it fits perfectly with the time period and what they were trying to do. It's a nice-looking figure. It's just like a big damn tank. Yeah. yeah. He's almost like a like a, a Robocop character. He's like it's like Ed two hundred nine. You know, when he comes out and about, but he been put together. Especially like wasn't you know. I mean, when he was shooting his ass off, but he yeah. did. He seemed like just a battle machine, and it was another figure I wish could have been a little bit bigger. But otherwise, he is one badass looking sucker. And anybody that can moonwalk when he moonwalked too in the cartoon, that was cool as shit. So yeah, I love Roboto. Good pick, Nathan. Ah, thank you. Good well, uh, they're already saying in the well, chat that. Uh... The only interesting picks are, are like mine, so, I, hey, there you go. Ah, piss off Jaime and Curtis and all you fuckers and pack. I'm talking about Chick-fil-A's better. All of you piss I mean, off. But I, I mean, Chick-fil-A is better, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to, for the, should I just go ahead and put each of your number ones, or do you want to have a drum roll and be like, oh, here's my number one? Well, Joe made me want to be that dramatic, but I don't need to be. I don't need the fanfare. All right. Well, Tyler, go ahead and give us your number one pick. <laughs> Number one is Triclops. Uh, he's my favorite of the original uh, hero, uh, evil warriors. You see heroic warriors there. Uh, I, I just uh, I, I was so impressed with his overall uh, design with the uh, with like the uh, you know kind of medieval like uh, I don't know what you call it. It's almost like kind of a Roman esque. Um, uh, I don't know what uh, I don't know what you call it, but. I just love that addition to the character. I love the various gears on his on his uh, visor, and just the uh, he just looked a little bit more um, tech based, but still looked like a bounty hunter, like a, a tech based bounty hunter, you know, kind of like how how Tuvar would be. And um, obviously, he's turned into a damn scientist in the show. But we're not here talking about the character portrayals. That would probably be in my top three worst portrayals. Well, maybe not necessarily. There's probably worse ones, but. But he looks like the bounty hunter that I always wanted him to be, and um, I mean, just I loved his pose. Like I know Joe was upset about that, but all these figures had limited posing. But Triclops was, was ready for sword fighting. Like that's why I like that with the hand and you know out, out like this, sword in the other. I mean, he was so much fun to display. And I, I remember my, getting my brother actually into the line pretty hardcore for a brief period, and he was really into Triclops. And he loved loved that design, and he loved Cyclone too, oddly enough. Um, oh, he, he grew on me. Like I said, the pose grew on me. At first, it annoyed me, but then it did just look badass. I seen what they were doing, so yeah. At first, I just didn't flip, but yes, you're right. He is in that pose, like he's just holding off, ready to fight. It's like they captured it perfectly, no doubt. Yeah, it just uh, prob definitely probably the, my most well, it's my number one. I'm just I was really proud of what the horsemen did and what Mattel allowed them to do with Triclops. I, I mean Skeletor and He Man, I kinda of feel like they go without saying. I was really impressed with, with their designs as well, but uh Triclops is like God, he was he was awesome. Nathan's uh number one, I that that, that I was really thinking about that one because that one's pretty damn impressive too. All right. Have to see what the hell he says after I see mine. And remember everybody in the chat room. We didn't know who's, or well, at least I didn't know what Tyler's was. Tyler didn't know mine. This wasn't like, you know, already set up in advance to where we were trying to say, hey, let's pick the same three. But somehow we did pick the same fucking three. But my number one 
is too bad. Now, of course, that figure is vintage style. I loved it. I like the kind of gimmick of punching each other. But when I kept thinking, oh, man, when this guy comes out in 2000X, I pray he isn't in that pose because I got a kick out of the gimmick as a kid, but you were stuck with that pose and it became kind of silly after a while. It annoyed me. This one, they definitely changed it up. You know, their heads are spaced a little bit better, but I like the angular way of how Badger, yeah, how Badger's going yeah. down and Tuvar is more up. I like that. It's, it shows just different kind of heights to them both as they were merged, and then they don't have to have the awkward punch pose. But, I mean, it just looks fucking badass. Those are the other things that like, you cannot, again, look at this and think that isn't a badass-looking figure. But I liked, I liked all the details in it, the real menacing look in their face. I mean, especially in Badger's face. But, yeah, yes, I would have loved to seen separate figures of them at some point, which never happened, but that's okay. But, yeah, he's just he's my number one pick on the Evil Warriors because as for at least not being a staction for those regular 2000X figures – yeah, he's awesome. So that's my pick. Too bad. It's just it's funny looking at it here on the screen now. The way I have it, and it's just like because Tyler sent me his list immediately, and Joe, when you sent me mine, my my initial reaction was just fuck. <laughs> I mean, bad, like, that like it's, it's, I just, it's I can't awesome it. that you guys were thinking the same. But I was like, well, in terms of what I wanted to do visually on the show to show, like, I'm like, fuck. This is going to be literally like, oh, 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 man. I just like that it's a different <laughs> order, but it shows that we always have a similar wavelength, but still somewhat different, you know, ways we think, but almost to a common ground. You know, it's just a quick little side note, but like I said, that's why years ago when I was um, doing Global Masters, and then when I, you know, when Tyler and I first started talking, I was like, I got to get this guy in the fucking show because I just seen his passion was like mine, and almost that, you know, it's just different types of levels of things that we i guess are is our forte of what we really are passionate about but we love masters equally all the same and it just shows and i just think that's cool as shit it's bizarre yeah. i can't believe that we picked the same three but a different and order the, the funny thing that uh people always assume that like i know like really know joe i don't i haven't seen his face i don't i, I don't know what he really looks like under that mask like it, it's just getting to know him doing these shows, so it's it's strange. But I will go ahead and get to my number one pick, which is Trapjaw. It, it, it takes once again. It, it, I mean, look at the. I think the thing that I enjoy the most about this figure is just like the the small details, like the new updated, like yeah. the bulkiness of his weapon, how his how his head just has more of a, a skull. Like there's just barely anything there, and then you got like the stitching, like. This I like this dude. That was yeah. an excellent touch to, to that. Yeah, yeah. He, God, he, awesome. he he's like Frankenstein's monster over here, just put together yeah. by different part. Like he he's been through some shit. I just I love this figure a lot. And I, this topic, I have my 2000X figures, and they're down in a box, like in the closet. But I'm gonna go dig those out, and I won an auction for like a shitload of stactions. So I'm gonna find a place in here to display all of that because I. Say what you would about the, the cartoon, but uh, I, I think I have a connection to this line the most because it's it's the thing that really got me back into collecting figures again because these started coming out in 2002. Cool. Tyler and I are fresh out of high school. like He's super excited about it, and it's just going on the hunts with him. And I'm like, well, I have all these other figures. Like... I need to, so I started going in my room and just like taking other shit down. I'm like, I'm going to put my Ninja Turtles here. I'm going to start doing this. So because of this line, like I'm still collecting action figures, period, to this day. 
I like that. So I always have a special place in my heart, even if I already trailed off by the time the the Snake Men and all the the repaints and all that were really starting to flood the market, and I'd already quit watching the cartoon. Tyler kept trekking on, but this this always stuck with me. Just the good memories involved, but Trapjaw, that's. Because someone, uh, I think it was Jaime, was like, what, no Trapjaw or Merman? And then people thought I was going to pick Evil Lynn, which I also think is a very good-looking figure in the line as well. She yeah. does, yeah. Evil Lynn is a good-looking figure. I mean, there are, you all pick- the original characters that are not Barons, they all look good. There's honestly, and we, we know the Snake Men were made by somebody else, some asshole. Um, you know, all the others, there's not a bad one. Tila, Man-at-Arms, Stratos, uh, Merman. Just the uh, damn boot thing killed me. I hated the fucking boot, but that was because it was the playset that they had to have that electronic chip for them to interact with. That was, that was, when I, when yeah. I got that Grayskull uh, and tried that game, I'm like, this is so, like... It was horrible. I just, I remember I turned like, oh, that's great. I was, I was like, who cares? And because of that, we got the shitty-ass boot thing for Tila, Evelyn, and I couldn't even remember if she... I don't know if She-Ra got the boot thing. I have She-Ra in back of me, but I can't remember if she had the goddamn boot thing. I'm afraid to turn around because I'll probably knock the tablet <laughs> off. That's the only reason I turn around. But I do like your choice of number one, Nathan. And that was yeah. the thing is I remember in the cartoon, I like that. Again, if people are fans of him in the cartoon or even the comics of taking out his attachments and putting them on, that's cool. But I like the thought of how it could just come in and out. He can make whatever attachment pop in and out without having them just hanging or putting them on and being in a position where, oh, fuck, I don't have this, or somebody stops him. So, but that is a great number one. Yeah, definitely. So, well, that's a cool thing to look at, that picture right there. It's bizarre, me and Tyler, and I like yours, Nathan. So, yeah, you kept it fresh because you're right. If you were to say, I think he three did, well, but could I, well, you imagine I, I, if you well, didn't? Uh, when we first decided to, to go with this topic, um, in my head, um, for my list, I was like, it's either going to have Trapjaw or Triclops. I'm not going to put both of them in there because, to me, it, was, it would feel a little redundant. But I was like, all right, well, once you guys pick Triclops, I was like, well, Trapjaw was probably the way to go from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I, it's amazing that you guys just thought exactly the same. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I should change it up a little bit. But uh, Cyclone wouldn't be in my top three. Too Bad would be up there. I would even say like an honorable mention. It's like on the outskirts of making its way in there. But Cyclone wouldn't... Uh, I never really liked Cyclone a whole whole lot. I, I mean, like he's fine, but he's just kind of—I don't know—he's kind of boring to me in terms of. Oh, well, when you look at it figure-wise, he, he's kind of boring to me. Oh, see, that, you mean, one? That, that that's one of the coolest things is—is is his color scheme alone, that with the blue, the red, and the yellow, I, I always stuck out to me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And the the radar on his chest it just made him such a like a, a striking character to me as a child like i i just you know played played with it was him. a cool addition because especially in the 80s there was that lenticular craze of everything it had just a looked lent- so cool yeah. with the color scheme like it fit that, that sticker yeah. i would just sit there and just was in awe of just not even playing with it just like looking at the at the guy and it was just so striking that's why it's, it's shocking to hear you know nathan say that and i mean that's uh, yeah. okay for him uh, to those say colors that, just don't know, uh because those colors just don't pop to me i i don't guess i've never really liked i've uh, never really liked yellow too much i think that like extends to my well i mean hatred of hulk hogan not a favorite color of mine but I, that's the thing i love about this line is they they pretty much make every color you know uh i mean i mean i look at clawfuls like you know he's got Red and tan. Man at Arms is orange and green. Moss Man is brown and green, dark green. And 
I mean, everyone's got a very unique color scheme. And um, I, 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 but I, I will say, if Cyclone didn't have the sticker, it probably wouldn't pop as much to me. Having that sticker was like a nice color break in, in, in it because of the various colors in that radar that he has on his chest. It was just, uh, just such a wonderful little simple gimmick that I, I just thought the world of when I saw it, when I got that at Hills department store. It'll Man, that's why I got Sega Master System. I got Sega Master System stuff there. I got He-Man stuff. That's where I got the Meteorbs was Hills. Good times. Did I mention that's where I got... No, nah, I won't do that. I'll do it at the end. Well, of is is, is that chili. where he got or that Spider-Man jacket from? That he won that video game oh, contest yes. or whatever? <laughs> I, I, I know. That, that, that would be, that would be fun to talk. Hills had the best chill. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah dude. Ta- ta- no, yeah, no. Let, Go ahead. If no one has heard Joe's thrifty tips when it comes to, like, chili, go ahead and tell them what you do. Well, I'm just going to let you guys know that out of all the restaurants in the entire city that I knew of, Hills had the best chili in the world. Now, they put it on their chili dogs, but they'd also put it on their chips. And you could have chips and chili cheese, and they just loaded it all up there at Hills. It was the best. It's not like the one I did at the gas station where I told you that thrifty tip. But, uh, well, anyways, first let me just say Hills had the best chili cheese. I'd go there for supper on Fridays. Me and my pop go there I mean, and, and get chili dude, cheese chips for supper. Hills had the best popcorn, too. Like, it just... Damn right. Every, every, all sorts of good stuff. They did. Hills was by far the best department store ever. I hate that Walmart went <laughs> like came around and just like killed everything until Target started resurging. But Hills, easily the best, especially like because they, 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 they had the icy machine and you could they they would have the different themed cups, so everything. it would be like oh it's it's baseball season. You can get any cup from any team that you want. And I'm like oh I gotta have them yeah. all. I love that story. And they catch you going out, too. That's the thing. As you were leaving, it was almost there as an exit. So then you wanted to sidetrack over there to get the food or sit down in the little court over there. But one more quick tip. And, yeah, Zen Brown, here we go. I'm going to say one more. This is at the gas stations. Most gas stations, you can go and they have a bag of, like, you know, just tortilla chips. And then it says you have to pay for the tortilla chips and the chili cheese. But it says take as much chili cheese and uh, chili and cheese as you want. Now, most people would open up the bag, put the bag of chips in there, and then squirt on the chili and cheese and then close it. But then that sogs up the chip, and then you're not getting as much. This is what you do. You just take the container that they give you, squirt as much chili and cheese as you want. You could have it all the way up high, close it, and then when you take it home, open up the bag of chips and dip it in there. And plus you have chili and cheese to eat, and bam. You save money, and and you get a lot more for your buck. Oh, Joe. I can't imagine <laughs> how many how many like memorable shits Joe had as a kid, like going to all his places. As a kid, I still do this. Really, Joe's creating his own colon blow. As a kid, I still do it. My gas station over here still has it. I should show you guys sometime. I should bring it home and take a it picture of like my mouth. going to the convenience store and be with some butthead. You know, where like the food is all rotten in there. It's like. Hey, how much for these nachos? Well, I'm just gonna throw them out. Name your price. Ten cents. You got a deal. I would say, I would say, if Joe actually like had a cell phone, that he should just go in there and film this entire process. Well, I can use this tablet. Well, I can't do the process. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Joe walking in there with like a like a fucking seven inch tablet. It's like, all right, guys, and this is what you do with the. They're gonna kick you out, man. 
No, Nathan, Nathan, you know what's funny is when I go to the stores and I use the coupons, like when I'm buying stuff, I bring out the big old tablet that I have to like, God, I've seen them to like, God, that's big. Because they're used to just like a little cell phone and I'm bringing out the giant tablet. So and they do give me shit about that. And Curtis, my thrifty tips is how I can buy stuff. So because Curtis seen me buy something recently, but that's because I have thrifty. But yeah, I bring out that big ass thing. It's usually in my coat they pocket. They probably or think you're high or something. They're like, what is this motherfucker doing? Who moves a rock? <laughs> he probably just like Let's pulls it out of his sweatpants too. It's like, uh Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Joe's probably wearing like mustard stained like gray sweatpants or something like that, with like really big baggy you know sports socks with the stripes on, but they're they're hanging down around the bottom of his shoe because he's had them for so long and they're stretched out. And... Well, I I hate it when it is around when it's summertime or when it's warm because then when I have to take that tablet, I do have to try to stick it in my back pocket and it's all the way up because it can't go all the way down into your pants because the thing is so fucking giant. But in wintertime, I can just put it in a How does that even fit in pant pockets? Are you wearing like Jinkos or something? It barely does. Well, well, that's what I mean. It's just – it's. It's just like it barely gets into the back pocket. I'm just having it, and then I try to put my shirt over. Oh, I have a true. long shirt where I put it over, so it's so totally it looks like you're shoplifting almost. <laughs> yeah. almost. Yeah, I guess it would look like I was shoplifting, but at least in winter, you can pop it right in your coat, and you're good to go. They probably Damn, they probably think he's about to like pull a gun or something too. I know. Yeah, he's pulling his jacket out. I was like, I have you know something for you to see. <laughs> like. It's it is it's so no, big. No, when no, I, I got out coupons for potted meat. No, you know what's even worse? Maybe like tasted him, took a cattle prod to his ass, and <laughs> but Joe, you know what's better? Joe's wearing his mask, but foam's coming out of the mouth of the modular mask. <laughs> it's so big though that it can't. They can't even stand the coupon when I'm using coupons at places. They say, "Can you pull that back?" Because when they try to scan it, because the screen's oh so big, God. it doesn't. I see. I'm thinking you're going through like self checkout, and the the attendant there is just watching you. So you're no, going through no, the line. I'm going that to... poor that yeah. poor attendant has to like try to. Like, move the scanner back and forth just to hit the barcode on your tablet. Oh, Joe. When they, and when they can't get it, when they can't get it, when they fall, go all the way back, then they just look and they have to type in the number because oh, they can't. I know what he's doing. He's doing this deliberately because it's such a pain in the ass. You're going to sir, just take the food and get out. <laughs> it was, they, they just assume, let him have it and not deal with these shenanigans of holding up the line and using outdated technology. <laughs> I went for it's Joe not, to like walk no, in it's, it's not, it from like it's a, not that it's outdated technology. It's oh, just, I know it's not, but it's just like Joe. Joe, like I could. Just, I, I'm surprised Joe's like, like carrying like a full like desktop computer take in your, there. Take your tablet. You know? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! So there's the side rant on a food story. Now we could. Talk I about want to go back to talk about that. hills at some point. Yeah, man. we should. We should. Someone in the chat room is like, "Is hills like Target?" Uh, sort of, but like the the toy department was just always stocked, unreal, always stocked. Yeah, like no. no. I will say Target, like, because for a while, like they had the their little food counter with popcorn and stuff, and they sell ices yeah. and stuff. So I for a, for a while, I did think that was like kind of our modern Target. It just lacked the charm yeah. and the the variety. But also the toy aisles in every department store, wherever they're at now, they all suck balls because they're they're barely stocked. There's only a, like one aisle devoted to action figures, and the rest of it's the baby toys and all this other shit. Whereas back back in the day, Mint Hills would have at least two full aisles of action figures, and you get your race cars and your Hot Wheels and your board games, and you get the girl stuff and 
But it was, uh, or they had like spinner racks, which I remember our hills, uh, the one me and Nathan went to, had a spinner rack of He-Man figures. And that's how I bought a lot of my He-Man yeah, figures we, back in the day, was off a spinner rack. I don't, I don't I remember think, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, and I don't know how often they had it at that one, but that's where I got, that's how I got Rio Blast. That's how I remember getting uh, some of the Snake Man was off this kind of spinning rack on the end of one of the aisles. Um, yeah, I think that's where I got Cyclone also. A lot, I feel like I got a lot of the 86 uh, wave uh, off the spinner rack or off that one spinner rack. Do you remember how they much they there. were at the time? Probably would have been like two ninety nine. dollars I don't think they were on clearance or anything like that. So I, I think they were probably regular price back how, then because this, this this would have been well, I, I'll, I'll ask that, Joe. How much were Massive Universe figures back in like Prime? They they would vary from four, I think ninety nine to seven ninety nine on some of the deluxe yeah. figures. And, and when you talk about Spinner Rack, we didn't have that, but I do I remember this vividly going into my hills. I was walking in the Masters of the Universe section and I seen all the stuff I had. And right when I got towards the end, before the aisle ended, that's where the meteors were. I was like the fuck is this and I, I just looked i was like oh my god there's 10 of these fucking things and each of them was 397 i still have all the tops of the card backs with that sticker on them too but yeah the meteor was 397 so that was god damn those were good that times. was always a good feeling whether it's like walking down there and seeing new shit on the end or like fl- oh, flipping yeah. flipping through the stuff you already got and you get to like the back right there against the wall and it's something brand new that you knew Either you knew or you didn't know what's coming out, and you see it, and you're just like, oh, man, holy shit. I, I and you didn't know thing. half the time. That's the thing. Yeah, and I do, too. See, that's the thing that I know I try to be nostalgic about saying I don't want to look and watch movie trailers, or I don't know, you know, want to know this. But you know you're eventually going to have to see something because it's a day and age. That's how it is. You can't live without seeing something from the Internet. But back in our day, you didn't have all yeah. this fucking information right in front of you. You literally just had to walk in the store and say, man, I hope there's new He-Man stuff. I hope there's new Transformers or whatever you're wanting. And when you'd see it, you'd lose your shit. Like when I went to a hobby store in, in our Northtown Mall, I got $50 for my birthday back then. I felt like I was rich. I was freaking out. And I went in that hobby store, and that's when they had the wave where Scareglow, King Randor, Sorceress, Ninja. I'm like, what in the fuck are all these figures? When I seen all those and I was able to buy every one up, that feeling is something that we'll never be able to have again because it was pure just catching off guard excitement. It was a shocker. You know, now you know the stuff that's coming. And now we got to be like, oh, wait. And, you know, like in December or January, we're supposed to get some new figures and you hope you see them. But either way, you have a heads up. And you we won't. didn't have a heads up back. You won't because uh, here's a, a little side story as well. Went into Walmart yesterday and they have their pallets laid out because they're about to restock because this was like late. This is probably about 7, 7, 7.30. Go in there see the box it says masters of the wwe universe i'm like i i, I want the jake roberts from that line because I, I think once you take his face he, he looks pretty cool someone had already went through him because i because cool, i yeah. saw bray wyatt and seth rollins on the peg i'm like great someone already got jake the snake and mr t so that sucks i'm like if i would have been here 10 uh, minutes earlier i probably would have snagged them because i nothing nothing yeah. else had been taken from that pal nothing else had been opened but that box was open so i assume the person just came by opened it took the figures they wanted and bolted out of there but yeah it's a uh, toy uh, toy collection is not, not like it used to be 
Yeah, yeah, it was definitely different back then. Quick, I want to say two things. One, we're going to kick G-Funny out of the, or G-Funny Mo, uh, oh, I'm not pronouncing that word, out of the fucking chat room because he said the Meteorbs, not even worth the 397. He's out of here. God damn it. <laughs> and then what was that? Somebody was picking on the fucking Energy Zoids too. They said what was worse, Meteorbs or the Warriors without legs. And Jaime said the spinny guys. That's it. These fuckers are gone. God damn it. Jaime, G-Funny, I thought you guys were good, pricks. Uh, I love you guys. You're both great. But I, no, I have yeah. no patience for anybody who wants to knock anything from the benches line like like it's it's all like you know I give you, you, all, you know all be beaten with shovels or cast out of the rusty fishing hooks all of you. Oh Christ, man! We could be here all day, literally talking about uh, fucking hills and shit like that because it was well, fun. I, and that's the thing, like we, I mean, I, I mean, there's memories for every story, but I feel like hills oh, is something like all of us unanimously have got at least one He-Man memory. Uh, I mean, like. That's where I got the, uh, discovered like the new adventures of He-Man toys. Was it our hills? It was a two pack with He-Man and Skeletor in it. It was just you know what's funny. I have zero memories of Toys R Us as a kid for He-Man because oh, I no, I, I have I have actually a couple of vivid ones on that. I, I yeah, and we'll save that maybe for next week because really we can get into those. But I have zero because first it was so far away. But uh, I have none. I have more Kmart stuff, and uh, there was a place called uh, Children's. Not Children's Palace. Children's Palace is where I got the video games. But, yeah, I forgot there was some other shit. But it was definitely Kmart, and it was definitely Hills for the, the He-Man stuff. But Yeah, next K- week, Kmart, it, I had a few He-Man memories. Oh, of, uh, yeah. That's where I discovered He-Man was at Kmart. Um, yeah. That's, uh, maybe that's something we could, we could go into more detail next week, too. Like the department oh, yeah. store memories of, of where we got He-Man stuff. And, yeah. You can do that. Uh, I, I mean, that would that would be uh, more for you guys because the only new He-Man stuff that I ever got was uh, some some of the new adventure stuff from Roses back in the day. Yeah, yeah every, every, that's another good everything, one. Everything else, uh, there uh, there was no other. You poor yeah, kid. I mean, uh, by by, by the, no by, by the time like He-Man was there, but most of that stuff for me was like hand-me-down like toys that I got because uh, some of the other uh, it's like on my mom's side. We'll get into it next week. We'll talk about that more next week. Because I think we all have fond memories of Roses, Kmart, Hills, KB Toys. I got He-Man Toys at KB uh, also at least one time. Uh, but I, I kind of feel like that's something all three of us can, can share. Like our memories of seeing, you know, we remember seeing this item on the top shelf, and you know, no, it's too expensive. I'm not getting that shit for you. And then you get a slap in the face for even contemplating it or something like that. You know, just but the department store members have seen items you couldn't afford, or seeing things for the first time. Like I just think that's a. Uh, I know we have discussed like a long time ago or like something like that, but Nathan wasn't on here at the time too, and I just kind of feel like, you know, everyone listening to this can all relate to that at some point. You know, that going yeah, into that store and. Um, you know, Toys R Us, especially too, man. God, that's the one time I saw Beastman in the store, and I passed him over for Jackman from Thundercats. We got halfway to the home, and I was sitting in the car like buyer's remorse. You fucked up. You I fucked was, up. I, I was sitting in the back seat with Jackman, like, what have I done? <laughs> and I, I had never owned Beastman my entire childhood. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And it was like a big wall end cap of He-Man figures. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And my mom and dad pulled in Beastman for me, and like. Of course, that everything else. You got to hurry up. You got to make a decision. You know, putting all the pressure on the child, where the parents get to shop all they want. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, we'll shit. Next, next week will be fun. Yeah, definitely. So now we'll get into the <laughs> ultimate battleground before we get to all these 
people in the chat room. See, I was nice. Did they have anything, anything interesting to say, or are they just pissing and shitting all on the vintage line? No, I, 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 I mean, they're, they're talking about some of their memories, yeah, and, and, and they they really they really okay, dug my right. picks. They said I had a, a good a good eye for aesthetics. Horrible taste. Oh, so they've been sucking on Nathan's balls this evening. Is that what it is? Um, oh, yeah, the whole time. It was all Nathan this well, and that. Bunch of kiss-ass pricks. Well, you know. Ugh, sorry. There you guys are Gerald nice. Briscoe's to his Vince McMahon. Ah. <laughs> well, knock your socks uh, off. Don't mess with them. Don't mess oh, with yeah. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson, and, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And, and Tiny Lister, man. We lost Zeus. Yeah, damn it. Zeus, damn. son of a bitch. I couldn't believe that. And was it was it the coronavirus or something? I mean, no one knows for sure exactly, but he tested positive for COVID like uh, a month ago or a few months ago, and then he was thinking that he he was like he was feeling bad again, and they were like, "Go get tested," and they said that he was like afraid to go and do it. I don't know if it was that, if it was something else. Uh, you never know. But I know that. The first wrestler that that scared me, just a, a quick little side rant, because I remember when No Holds Barred came out, you know, and of course they're hyping it up and all that stuff. And then when he appeared in the wrestling ring, I was like, oh, my God, Zeus is here. And I remember it's just it's he like scared the shit out of me. He's like, oh, oh, he can't stop him. That's when I bought into wrestling, believing every bit of it. And God damn. Yeah, it's so sad to see that he passed away because, God, I loved him as Zeus and Debo and. Damn. Yeah, what a shame. What a shame. He was, like, regardless of what people say, and I know he's, like, legendary with, like, the, you know, wrestle crap and stuff like that, but he was, I mean, we're still talking about because he was such a memorable villain for Hogan. Like, say yeah. what you want about uh, him, but God, none of us ev have ever forgotten. Yeah, I I'll probably watch No Holds Bar tonight, even though Emily will probably be severely disappointed, but I just, I gotta, it's Stan Hansen. Tiny wine. Oh God, yeah. Like, there's just so much. Tiny uh, wine. So much going on in that movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Ultimate Battleground. My first, of course, experience with this was getting it with the Attorney of Playset, and of course, things that are happening here are things they want you to yeah. kind of do. <laughs> kind of want you to do with the playset, and I mean, it's it's not a horribly drawn mini comic, thank God. And it's. Oh hell no. You, yeah, so like I said, because sometimes you get something where it's a shit show, kind of crazy dialogue or story that's kind of weird. Like, there's certain things that, you know, back then even I would irritate me about, like, the earthquake. Like, I was always an ass about saying, why are they calling it an earthquake when it's on Eternia? Shouldn't it be an Eternia quake? And if this is the first earthquake that they've ever had, how does everybody know what a fucking earthquake is if they've never had it? So I was a dick about that, but otherwise... It was fun. I like seeing the like how King his Skeletor are raising up the three towers, but of course how they secretly want to use the power against the other as they're thinking this. And then the trap that King his is trying to put Skeletor into. It's it's a fun story. Like I said, it's it's not one that's terrible to read. It's not one that's terrible to look at. This is it's not one of my top five. But it's still one of my favorites because it just has. There's a lot of fond memories of just all the stuff. As you're seeing, as we're talking, we're seeing everything that they're doing along with this. I remember then after reading about the comic, like, oh my god, if they can go into Central Tower and absorb that power, that's how they charge. You know, the the weapons at the top. So I used to do that when I'd act that out as a kid. So I always liked this mini comic. I know many people didn't have it because it was just with Eternia and with Tyler being lucky with some kids. Didn't you have this with your Mosquito Minon card? If I'm not mistaken. I didn't no, no. My, the mosquito that I got in the late nineties had hit his mini comic, and I did. I was not aware of this 
at all like this man I, I i didn't even know the three towers existed until i saw it on the adam tyner website back in the, the, no the mid-90s okay. i assume that I, you I had it with both your mosquitoes because you do have one carded right oh but that? you do have one card you do have a carded mosquito with this now don't you with no. that mini no. Oh, I always thought you did. I really thought you had a carded figure that had. Uh, I, I had bought a bunch of $20 He Man figures from the last two waves from a toy store in New Jersey. And the one that the mosquito that I had gotten, I opened it. And that was my first time, like, even seeing Mosquito oh, for that first okay. time. And he had the, the inner, inner Buzzsaw Hordak mini comic. So. Oh, okay. The, but uh, I don't. I, I, I would it shit my pants if I'd gotten this because I, I, I love this mini comic. It's beautifully drawn. Like I like the simple story of bringing in the three towers. I was always kind of like intrigued by the idea of like this in the this section of a journey between Snape Mountain and Castle Grayskull. Even though logically like with kind of what we come to expect like Grayskull's a great distance away from Snake Mountain. But uh, it's just kind of fun, like kind of setting because this is all toy based. So you just kind of feel like sure. but if you set up Central Tower or the, the three towers, you get Grayskull over here, Snake Mounds over here because it's closer to the Viper Tower. It's just kind of an interesting play dynamic that they kind of set up in the mini comic itself. And, you know, they the, the way the action features are, are depicted, like, you know, uh, the Grayskull Tower looks a lot bigger. Um, well, hell, the Viper Tower has got all this techno, you know, technology and stuff in there. And, can't even fit a figure in the viper tower but using this as a template for your imagination that's why i like it so much because i think about how i would use the three towers had i had them as a kid and looking at this just and that's how i did it they they made you want to do that because i still have my set right over here to the side that's how it's it's set up to where i have castle grayskull and they always had those kind of bridges and connectors to bring everything together because like you said sure in kind of like you know the logic of the story kind of i guess don't make sense they had to do it for this but we see what they were going at and plus that's how you would want to do it as a kid and mine are still set up like this the one the one thing that i guess uh and it was just color errors i think when they showed tongue lasher and Ratlor at one time one was green one was purple they were kind of flip-flopping screwing colors up but that's that's neither here nor there it's just a little color air it's no big deal but you do get to find out about at least the story of these towers and you know we've seen that in some of the other you know books and comics as well they started talking a little bit about the logics of these things and and i think they even had a story in the uk i think it was one of the uk stories where they talked about the three towers and i think that one there was one of the stories in particular that had ninja and scare glow in it so it was kind of a cool i thought one time i tried to I don't know if we talked about that, Tyler, or maybe we just touched on that story from the UK. But it was. I remember we touched on some story. I think we did. Uh, we did do that that particular story. I think that because I do remember doing that. I don't remember what yeah. episode it was, but we we did discuss that one. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, yeah, this only enhanced, like I said, the play with the set. That's what was perfect about it. It's, it is, again, a great story, but it just made you have even more fun with the play set, especially showing all the, almost all the features of everything. Not all of them, but uh, they damn near did it close. Because I can't remember who asked me who one time wanted to see the inside of Viper Tower. There were one. Was that you, Tyler? That was wondering what it looked I like on the inside, the inside of Viper of Tower. Long because time? nobody had provided any back shots of Central Tower or any of it. And I just wanted to see what any of it looked like because I knew that you could do stuff behind Central Tower. I just didn't know what. I knew there was an elevator, but that's that's really about it. And I was just fascinated. Like, oh, what's it look like? And um, I eventually have seen, you know, shots of it, like on Google and uh, other people who've got collections will, will share pictures of it. And it's uh, 
it's just fascinating. Like some people might say, well, there's not much here. You can't do anything. Oh, there was a lot to that set, especially Central Tower. But beyond the whole monorail system, the features with Central Tower, the little trap door that they had for Grayskull Tower. And yes, Viper Tower was the one that a lot of people said, was there stuff inside? It's like, no, just the thing where you turn to have the snake turn as it's viewing, like how it was done in this mini comic. That's what it was supposed to be used for. But otherwise... The main feature of it was Central Tower, the monorail system, and of course even that moat. I used to fill up my moat with all slime, and I'd have like the figures like they were getting stuck in there as they were crossing and getting caught. So it was a fun set, but yeah, this, Nathan, I know we haven't let you yak yet, but what was your thoughts on this mini-comic at least when you were Well, I don't, I feel like I'm just going to be regurgitating a lot. Uh, For me, it's refreshing to see other characters extend our Rio Blast, Snout Spout. It's nice that even if they're not, I mean, Snout Spout does a a little bit, which is kind of hilarious to me. It's like, oh, hey, I'm here. I'm here to to save you. But uh, I like the art in this. I know uh, you were saying, Joe, earlier about the the color issues with Rattler and Tongue Light, but I, I enjoy the art in this a lot. It shows off everything you can do or most of what you can do with the playset. So. I'm already just repeating what you guys have already said. That's that's what makes it fun, because even as a young kid, if you can't read all this text, you can see everything that's happening, and yeah. you can be you can translate that into your own playtime. And, oh, I, I can do this? Like, that had to have been pretty awesome to have, have oh. that set and just really start figuring out all those things for the first time i never played with anything that much i mean besides my penis i've never <laughs> played with anything that much in my life i mean god right. well, I mean, saying, yeah, that's that, fair was, i mean but yeah it was it was nonstop. <laughs> i like how you just like nonchalantly throw that out there oh yeah it's like yeah, well, I mean, joe's, joe's a proud man no. Yeah, it is no shame. Asking, ne- next week, he's always got it flopped out in his hand. <laughs> next week, top three things that we played with more than our penises. <laughs> Joe's number one. Else. Number one. Attorney of Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Grim! He's like, what? But no, I did this. Behind Central Tower, like flopping the bishop as he's sitting and moving the elevator up and down. <laughs> <laughs> see what I can add to the moat. But oh, no, it was oh, it's all national cream. Oh god. God. <laughs> no, but it was an awesome that was place. Joe's first I... custom. <laughs> <Perver>. I... <laughs> this is where I used to hide my money from my brother though, because I, I had to like pack rat and hide things I was afraid he was gonna steal. So I've Wait. told that story before because in... <laughs> Wait, when did you ever tell what? that story before? I thought I did, but I guess How, I didn't. Is um, it older yeah, brother? I've heard it before. Yeah, an older brother. Yeah, and I yeah, Tyler remembers this. This was a long time ago, but anytime I got any kind of paper money, I would have to hide it somewhere where he wouldn't see it because if it was like in the dresser drawer or under the mattress, you know, anybody's gonna look there. But he didn't know about central towers in the front where the gargoyle moves to the side. And I used to fold up, like if I got a $5 bill or $10 bill, fold it as much as I could, boom, and turn it. And that's where I hid my money. So central tower was like a hidden bank what, what place was, for me. Awesome. What was he, uh, when he would actually steal your money, what was he using it for? Oh, God. I mean, he just, well, like I said, he's, he was just older than me. And he'd probably use it for anything, cigarettes or, or just whatever the hell he had to do is just... 
any time to steal something from somebody. So I had to hide my money. So that's why everything I do, I, I tried to treasure and I'd pack rat. I was always thinking something was going to get stolen. My dad always, you know, told him, don't you ever touch his figures. And that's why my figures were up on a shelf. And I used to cherish them also because, like I said, beyond knowing if I lost it, that's it. I couldn't get another. I was scared he was going to blow them up like he did with other stuff with firecrackers and shit that he used to do as a kid. So, yeah, come so, on. So, this has become so, a confession. So, your, so your brother was like Sid from Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just nobody I could really Oh, wait, this is the part where Joe's like, I've never watched Toy Story. No, I've seen Toy Story. I might not have watched or had the other It was playing, like, in the Kmart somewhere in the background, and that's about as far as Joe ever went. I don't know. I I got some some chili cheese and went and played with my penis. Wait a second. Nathan, stop. I just noticed. What the fuck did you put down there on that screen? I just You put a... What are you talking about? I just seen what you uh, Stratos grabbing me as Modulok. That's, uh, a, I just that's, a, that that's a Grim 2 original uh, piece of art there, Joe. Yeah, thanks, Grim, you shit. I just noticed that. Thanks. So, uh, well, uh, back to you, Tyler, if you can talk a little bit about this before we get to the chat room and any questions they have, because this is uh, going off the rails. Like Photoshop Joe in like a porno theater or something like that with his mask on. Covered in chili. <laughs> With, with his with his long, long hair, kind of makes you think of how Pee Wee Herman was caught, you know, with his long hair. Joe's jo like so loved by all these people on the internet, and he was caught flopping the bishop in a porno theater. I remember uh, when that happened, and my parents, yeah, my parents yeah. were like, "You're never watching that show again." And I was like, "Bullshit! I'm I love Pee Wee." And then when he, <laughs> yeah, I was not told that. I I was uh, unfortunately because they they knew I loved the show so much. I was so I. Hell, I was encouraged. Like, what? Like, my daddy would say, "Hey, we want to go rent Pee-wee's Big Adventure." So, it wasn't what frowned that's upon. That's kind of crazy, though, when you think about it, because like, for porn theaters to still have been around, this was what, like, the early nineties. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe there still are some. I I wouldn't know. I've never been. Well, there. this was out in California yeah, true. too when it happened. Yeah. But but even like knowing the, the the behind the scenes of what happened there, like, who like, cares? Yeah, who cares? Like, he, 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 I'm, I'm, oddly enough, like it's it's Pee Wee Herman. Like Paul Rubens, like I'm so, kind of surprised, but maybe that's just what he was into. He, he wasn't that's... hurting anybody. No, and it's a, it's in a porn theater. What the hell do you expect people to be doing in a porn? Uh, I mean, theater? Just hey, the police uh, trying to stake the place maybe, out. Maybe there some that go and would actually just uh, enjoy the film, not in that way. I just want to watch the story. Yeah, they're just there for the day. It's like with Playboys. I just read the, the articles. I'm here for the chili cheese fries. <laughs> yeah, that theater. would be Joey's. Like, man, have you ever had concessions at the porno theater? Mm, uh, chef kiss. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's like, it's like, and you, what's great about this for your food is you have a place to put your discharge when you're done. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. To you. I, I think maybe for this episode, because usually after we're done, I change the age restriction to public after this. I think I might have to leave that on for this week. Yeah, because this podcast is not meant for kids. Anybody who likes what I'm sorry, we're not changing the content so the little ones can, like, it's just not. And it wasn't even really dirty, dirty. It was a quick little thing. Nah, being they'll be doing it at some point yeah. anyway. We're just getting them ready True. for it. It's a natural thing. You know, it's a natural nothing thing. Nothing that we'll already hear at school. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> back to the, the the ultimate battleground. Uh, I, I will say, like, I've always been fascinated to see more of the battle tram in action because I just thought that, like, the act, like the way it's depicted here, and it's at night, which is one of my favorite things about He-Man stories, is that they take place at night. 
and seeing He-Man in the battle tram and just, you know, the idea is that it takes a while to get to the other towers. Like if you take the battle tram, you got to take the full monorail to get all the way around. That was kind of like, you know, imagination, you know, kind of coming into effect there. And I just thought it was such a, a great thing to have like action sequences take place. Um, like villains jumping on the battle tram while he is trying to get to gray skull tower because it, uh, like in the, um, Revenge of the Snake Man minicom, the Grayskull Tower, it's like, it's depicted as having like a, a massive interior. Like you can have windows and stuff like that too, which makes you really feel, and Viper Tower is depicted as being this massive tower too. So all this stuff, it feels like it's it's a great distance away and there's a lot more in each one of these buildings and just taking this one particular piece of transportation to get to all of them. I just always wanted to see this, this illustration of He-Man being attacked by like CobraCon a web store or they're like hanging on to the edge they're trying to get in stop he-man or they're trying to knock he-man off of it or, or just like as it's racing down and people trying to shoot him just so much fun to be had with that and uh everyone's too busy to draw my uh my ideas everyone's doing their own shit i, I yeah and this one yeah i was oh, go gonna say go what i like at the end is how he-man is just like skeletor is gonna return with more warriors King Hiss is going to come with more people. Snout Spout, go get everybody else. So it's kind of like, oh shit, there's going to be just this huge, gigantic battle that's going to take place at some point in time. If I had read that as a kid, in which that that, that line Nathan read, read, uh, always stuck out to me when I read this, it just, it would have made me think, what's the sequel going to be like? You know, like, oh my god, like, I even. I thought battles. that was going to be. Yeah, I was yeah. waiting because I thought, oh, man, there's going to be something epic. It's like, oh, man, we didn't get that, though, because it did. I mean, it was building up like, you better get your warriors. We're going to get our warriors. And, it, yeah, this is the ultimate battleground, and no, it didn't happen. But, as you know, going more to what you said, Tyler, about how in one of the other mini comics, you know, we got to see more of the interior. This one, yeah, this was – it kept it really basic to what we got as the toy because the only feature you've seen with Grey Skull Tower was, bam, you trap somebody into that, you know, cell. And then Viper Tower was just – turning the thing around but yeah the you know central tower it was the one that got the most play so i could see why they would show more of that because it's just making you again use your imagination more but it's still it was it's simple it got a point across it had a fun story it wasn't super gigantic it wasn't completely horrible it was just a good story to basically show what you're buying right here and i never again i never knew about it being with some figures until years later and I, for some reason, thought you had the mosquito, or maybe it's something I brought up. I think that's it. I asked you a long time ago on the podcast when I was like, uh, when you talked about your mosquito. I was like, did you get the one with the Eternia? That's what must have been in my head because yeah. when I found out some of those had, I was like, Jesus Christ. Because that's why this one costs so much. That's why when these were – I don't even know what they go for on eBay now. But at one oh, point, they, I mean, that many comic was 100 Yeah, Yeah, they were at least $100 or more. I was like, are they still that now, or is it down a little bit lower because of Dude, you know, the mini comic? I, I went on there just for fun. Over the weekend, and looked at men on car uh, vintage Ugh, figures. Why would you do that to yourself? Holy yeah. shit, no, man. it's depressing. <laughs> I mean, like everything I've got over here, like he meant alone. Yes. I was I was seeing for over a thousand dollars. Like even he, the, not not the, not the eight back, the reissue in nineteen eighty two. Like holy, but shit, even man. like the commemorative edition ones are up there too. Yeah, those yeah. are not cheap yeah. either. Uh, I, really? I'll, I'll throw oh, yeah. I'll throw this out to you guys. I know that we. We kind of take a, a big old shit on Origins line sometimes, but if they were to come out with the towers and Tyler, I uh, Joe, you got it. Tyler, you got two thirds at least tower wise. Mm -hmm. If they were like, okay, we're gonna reissue this, Tyler, would you be tempted at all to buy that? 
if they didn't stray too far from, you know, you know, Mattel trying, or some goofy exec wants to come in and just, you know, rub their dick all over it and make it their own. You know, if it's it's close to the original, like I don't mind a cut, like the gray skull that got coming out. It's not bad, yeah. honestly. It really isn't. Yeah. You know, if it was like that, yeah, I probably would buy it because it would be a nice display piece. It would, you know, it would be cool to have. You know, you know, I've only got the two here. Thanks. Yeah, I do. I, but I've it, been, it, honestly, I've <laughs> been looking because I, I want it. I want to get that that last third piece. But for me, if Origins did that, I would be all over it just so I would have a set even if it's not original because yeah. those ebay prices are way too much it's and i don't given how payment's not popular right now i'm like how the hell do, do men on car figures go from two years ago to like 50 bucks to 100 bucks to 500 minimum to a thousand dollars like what is pushing the price like the commemorative figures i'm thinking like a hundred bucks for a men on car, and some of them were missing the exterior box. It was just the, you know, the the replica car back. I'm like, how who who is justifying and pushing these prices up for all of this stuff? I mean, it's a, uh, I mean, like some of the cheapest ones were like 150 to 200 bucks were were considered cheap in what I was finding, and this was, you name a character, Orko was costing out the ass. You know, I mean, my clamp champ was going for like. 600 yeah. bucks everything no i mean everything even just to let you know modern stuff with even some of those uh pop vinyl figures and other things those have skyrocketed it's i think since masters is slowly creeping back and getting more into the public eye and there are those people that are catching it whether it's in walmart or on ebay or seeing these groups they're getting back into he-man and now that they're getting back into it they're getting that feel for their childhood like man i'd like to get some of them figures when i was a kid and of course now things have skyrocketed so I mean, it's good seeing, like I said, Masters getting that vibe again. It's just definitely, if you want stuff from the past, you're going to be you're going to be paying a lot of money, and even some of the modern past as well. So it's it's bizarre, but it's cool to see. But yeah, if they did a, the Attorney of playset again, I'd be curious at what the price would be because back then it was eighty nine ninety nine. It was either eighty nine dollars or ninety nine, and sometimes you can get a coupon to get it maybe five dollars off. So I'm thinking, would this be like a hundred and forty? That would be I, my head because what's Grayskull? Sixty or fifty? Uh, what is the new order? Uh, I think Gray. I thought it was. I think Grayskull was seventy-five. So, yeah, I remember being close to eighty bucks, yeah. like the retail price I saw when they announced it. So, yeah. oh, did they? And, well, I know at least comes with a, a figure yeah. too. But I mean, uh, either way, I'm thinking if they did an attorney a place that it'd probably be pushing one fifty, yeah. maybe. I, I think I, I because, think one fifty yeah. would probably be a good. I, I, yeah, I, that sounds like a good guesstimation on that one. Well, if they if they're doing their whole bullshit thing of like we're marketing this towards kids, you're not going to sell a playset for kids at that price point. Like, you know, we you know to pretend like well, this is not for adults. I mean, we 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 know what's really yeah. going on here. Like, I you know, so it's like don't market it knowing that only adults are pretty much going to be able to afford this. Like, yeah, not said that there's parents out there who couldn't do it, but. You know, your 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 standard parent is not going to look at a place that like that unless it becomes like the hyped up item that you see on the news. This year for Christmas, the kids want the three towers. Like, unless you happen to see something like that. That reminds me, figure wise, I'm going to grab something off the shelf while you while you keep going. But yeah, I just like I just don't see that it, you know a price point beyond because I remember the Ninja Turtles place that the Playmates put out a few like the real tall one. Yeah. The, for the 2012 that was an $80 place and that was a 
big playset, and I I still thought Perfect. that was. I mean, some places where it was close to a hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. This, yeah, this you're right. I mean, pushing one fifty is pushing. I mean, adults would probably be more inclined to buy it. As for trying to like convince, you know, or kids convince their parents, or you know, the parents thinking, should I get this? But I, 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 I think. I think we'd have to look back at like the juggernaut that He-Man was at the time, because when the Eternia PlayStation came out, it came out in '86. '85 was like their peak peak year, like uh, overall. So I could see them thinking like, okay, we can get more ambitious and have a massive playset. Whereas today, like, man, they're having a hard time getting figures to move off the shelves, let alone playsets. I mean, any of the toy lines we see in toys now or toy stores now, they or they don't they don't really have playsets. It's either a small like with the wrestling figures, you know, you get like the small, you know, uh, wrestling ring to go with the uh, He-Man wrestling figures. Do they but even have battery-operated toys for kids these days? Question. I didn't know if they do. Are there things that have batteries? Because uh, this yeah, yeah, they do, but I, I couldn't tell you something right off, but I do know there's some that do require batteries, yeah. Okay, because it's thought of Attack Track and Spider and Dragon Walker that if we eventually... Oh, in terms of, like, vehicles and things like that? No, no. I, I mean, there are toys that require batteries, but vehicles, no. no. I mean, hell, Hopefully they do the it for Origins. If, yeah, if they make them for Origins, I'd hope they'd have it. But what are you going to show us, Nathan, before we get to the chat room with any of their questions? All right, well, we, we've gotten some questions before of, like, hey, have you guys bought any Mythic Legions figures do you own any i actually bought one and it came in the middle of this week because i probably will never own a classics battle cat i went ahead and uh got this guy so he can just sort of uh hang out on the shelf with the rest of the classics i, I, I was actually going on a big bad toy store to find his proper name on here because I, I didn't know what the fuck it was his name it's uh soul spiller kawaros could you say that again? I want to hear that again. What would you call it? Oh, what did it, did I say it wrong, Joe? No, I'm just being a dick. I think it's Kyle Royce. But uh, either whatever. way, it's fucking awesome. And and I wanted to say one thing just to let people know. I did not come up with that concept because when that figure came out, everybody said, "Julie stole your Battle Cat Man." No, they no. didn't. People oh have been God. doing cross. Exactly. It's like people have been thinking of crossover shit for years. And yes, I made a Battle Cat Man about eight years ago, but. People have always done this stuff. So, no, they didn't look at me and say, hey, Joe did that. I'm going to do it. No, they have a fucking awesome figure that is their unique creation with a unique name. And that is an awesome figure. No, it, figure, it, it, so it is, is really cool. not. Well, the one one thing I'm yeah. going to have to do probably is uh, I might have. What? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just after you said the name I did, Grimbot's going to be a dick. He said, yeah, the name rolls yeah, off the tongue. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's very, very convoluted, but I think I'm going to have to uh, either boil the, the tail here or dip him in there really quick because his tail is very tough to put in there. So I haven't, haven't oh, displayed yeah, be him. Be careful. Yeah. Or, or do, you have, wait, do you have a hair dryer? I do. Do that instead? Okay, use that. Okay. Don't do the boiling. Yeah, the boiling method, while it does work, that can mess up the integrity of the plastic throughout time. But using a hair jar for about 45 okay. seconds into the socket you're using, interchange it. Yeah, I'll that's that. coming from me. You know I'm not going to screw you wrong. So be oh, careful. he made me melt my figure, that son of a bitch. Yeah, but won't Instead melt laughing like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, after the X lax part. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan's like you know making faces and hold you know, and Joe's like, <laughs> <laughs> I like crazy. Yeah. See, but that is, that is an awesome figure. Yeah, Nathan. I, but I like it a lot. Quickly, I'll, 
Now, I was going to say, chat room, if you have any questions you want to ask us from anything, whether it's the toys, the cartoons, or any other thing, hit it right now. While you do that, Nathan, I'll pass it to you. I don't know if you had any comments or things you would have mentioned from stuff from last week or anything in your head. Uh, I'll have to bring that up. There was a question here already that was asking if we had watched uh, Retro Blasting's video on the depravity of NECA. I have not, but I did see that posted on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I saw that. I, I I really like a lot of Michael's videos. Like when he, I, you know, when he's serious, I am 120% in agreement with that. I hate it when he inserts like jokes into his like serious. I'm like, damn it, man. He gets such a good tone going. He throws in like this like plain joke. Like, damn it, stop doing it. But I, 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 I've watched all his, I mean, most of his videos, at least multiple, at least twice, if not more. Even his stuff on Star Wars, uh, I don't really care for stuff on He-Man because it's all trying to be funny. Um, except for the one on Golden Books, which he did a pretty good video on the Golden Books. But uh, I, I, I love Retro Blasting. I wish he would do uh, do one on Bionic 6. He had mentioned doing something like that. But uh, I did see his one on NECA. And he's not, he, he's not too kind about Hasbro, which I kind of feel like is how we are with Mattel. And, uh, you know, because he's a big Star Wars and G.I. Joe fan, stuff like that, too. So I, I, I can relate to him a lot on, on his frustration with NECA. Well, what, what were the frustrations? Um, was it more about just, uh, like, how how it is with the turtle stuff that we can't find it in Target most of the time? Or well, just well, I, how I think fragile the figures can be? To, like, uh, how, how fragile the figures are and wanting people to pay, like, a lot of money. You know, and, and expecting people to, you know, buy anything because they, they, they have the licensing for this particular branch. So they slap it on everything. They can't guarantee that the products are going to be, you know, arrive to you safely. And if they break, well, it's, you know, they're not meant to be played with. Like, I'm not playing with the damn yeah. thing. I'm just trying to set it on my I'm, shelf and it, and it breaks anyway. I'm just anyway. trying to take it out of the box. This snapped off. Yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah, and that, that, that neck will kind of dismiss, like, they're not meant to be played with and or... You know, just you have to. I, I encourage people if you haven't watched it, go and and, and check out that video because uh, it's it was like it, it was it was just good because he's very eloquent with 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 uh, what he says. I mean, he's he's not Disney for their shitty decision with with Star Wars and various other stuff. Um, yeah, but his you know, his uh, frustration. Which you know, I, I'm going to continue to buy NECA stuff, yeah. but I am really frustrated with it. I hate now that they're doing pre-orders. They gouge you with the the shipping, yeah. an extra twenty bucks for shipping. Like son of a yeah. bitch. Man. Well, it's like if you guys have noticed, maybe you haven't, but over to the left on your screen, I'm pointing at it with my thumb through the right of me. Uh, got that two pack of, of Toka and, and Razar, and uh, I mean it looks fantastic. But Tyler said once you included shipping, I think it ended up costing like. Ninety some dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, it's, it went it's far rough. from a hundred. It's rough, but I would rather do that than have to try to drive around and find it. Hope to find it at like a Target or I think those were originally supposed to be Walmart exclusive. I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's just. Uh, I, I think at this point, these people all like. If you're gonna put extra stock out, that's great, but. If you don't realize the demand for a lot of these 80s toy lines that we're all still talking about, still doing customs of and artwork on and buying anything we can, like, 
how naive are you people to think that people are not going to want turtle stuff, GI Joe stuff, Transformer stuff based on the you know the the Generation One He Man? Like everyone acts so damn naive about all this stuff. Like well, we really didn't know about the demand for this stuff, and we can't help it if all these bots and jerk offs are buying them all up. Like I get it's a business. Everything's done a year prior. Like they make these plans and stuff. But like God, did use your all you know damn research. Yeah, I I, I don't understand just, like. Why the distribution is so terrible now compared to how it used to be? I don't. I, there, something's lost there. But that that could be a conversation that we can do next week when we actually talk about these department stores and memories yeah. and such. As oh, I, I guess Joe's about to show one of the customs he's been working on. I see him playing with something. I did nothing of the station, so he starts playing with something. <laughs> I did nothing of uh-huh. the sort. I am not working on any type of customs. At all for you to say that is fucking insulting. It's Marvin the Manhunter. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what it is. And you fucking put Crackers the Clown, goddammit, down there, Nathan. He, he was he was there earlier. last week. He hasn't he hasn't what moved. A dick. Crackers Clown. Yeah. Oh, well let's uh get to these fuckers in the chat room. Uh let's see. Peck said, uh, is there any one of you? Joe, Nathan, or Tyler that like mini comics better than Filmation's cartoon. He said he does. Well, I mean, of course, there's mini comics that I, I love, absolutely adore, and there's episodes of Filmation I love, and there's some shitty Filmation episodes and some shitty mini comics. I mm-hmm. mean, between them both, you're getting the best of both worlds, but I honestly don't love one over the other, but uh, no, I yeah, I like mini comics and the cartoon. I, I'd probably pick Filmation. Is number one, and then many comics would probably be number two on that one because of epics like Clash of Arms and Hordex mini comic and in Search for Keldor. Like you know, th- those were just epic as hell. But uh, I mean, filmation classics like Shakodi, House Shakodi, Dragon's Gift, Disappearing Dragons. The list goes on and on and on. So yeah, and I give it to like the mini comics. They had a little more freedom to be a little darker than the cartoon, which yeah. was cool. But you know, the cartoon did have its. I mean, it has a great place. I mean, if it wasn't yeah, for the cartoon, me and Joe are yeah. to say mini comics. We're not including the first four mini comics. So you guys are like you doing the whole like, oh, I mean, it's so barbaric. Like you know, fuck off. Well, after we did remember after we talked about that, there was a lot of people whose eyes kind of rolled like Jesus Christ. I didn't realize it, but yeah, you're making a lot oh, of yeah, sense when you, you look back at it. into the same discussion. And everyone's throwing out there. Well, I got to join in their rainier games, and I agree with them too. Yeah, when you know, they kind of see know it. how people are about this stuff, when when you're not really in the know on the stuff, you just kind of agree with the consensus of what you hear everyone else is saying. Well, not to yeah, you know, not to agree with the consensus here, but I I would probably uh, I'm I'm in the same boat. I would probably put mini comics over filmation. I've said it before that what always gets me more is like the art of masters of the universe, whether it be the mid comics or, uh, the magazine posters of the sort. I, there, there's something about that that just immediately catches my attention. Filmation is fine and it's good and I, I enjoy it, but I, I'm more of the art over the, the cartoon. Well, that's one thing I feel like it, you know, cause the people love to piss the shell of filmation and I just want to like smash their head clean out of their ass. But if there's well, one thing I feel like you could guarantee somebody's interest to be picked is showing them like the Earl Norm posters, like those those alone. Even probably even more than the mini comics, you show them something like yeah. that, and you know I kind of find it hard that they're going to have any logical reason to like not want to be. You know, like okay, you, you piqued my interest here, like just seeing the battles in those posters. 
you know, they, they, they tell a story, but they're also like, God, this was meant for kids. This is meant for four and five year olds. Hell yeah, dude. Like it, it's, it's, it goes beyond, you know, do you know who else did some great art Tyler on those books? Do you know who else did some amazing art? I bet was you can't it, uh, get five alama chili. Five eleven. Gino Diachili. God damn, does he do some great work, especially for the trap? Even though the story was shit. God damn, did I have a great cover for the trap? Have we talked about that? Because we should maybe talk about how that shitty the story is, about how great the artwork we, is. I think we we did discuss. Did that we? One. Oh, we did. But, it. but okay. you know, we like again. We have to point to Nathan and say, "Hey, Nathan didn't do it." I, I, I mean, we we got so many things to revisit. At some point, I mean, you know, uh, thanks a lot to everyone who didn't watch our uh, Return of uh, Orko's Uncle last week. I'm pissed off at everybody who did. We, we need to get 200 views last week because I'm calling all of you out. We got over 600 subscribers, and all you assholes didn't bother to watch it. I mean, what the hell were you watching? What were you doing? Were you were you, you know, playing with your wiener too too long? Jesus, that you just all right. Take hang time on, to, hang on. Look, you know. No, look, Joe and I talked about this in private, and there is, uh, I, I've gone to multiple YouTube channels that I'm subscribed to, see their subscriber count, look at their videos when they drop, and there is, like, a, a good fall-off there. So, I, Big I mean, you know, if yeah. we don't have Danielle on blending figures, then we, we're just not gonna, gonna get the, the views that we need. Well, speaking of people, let's get to a Megator who has a question. He says, do you guys have any Marvel Legends in your collection? Uh, I don't think I do. I, I, know, I know these two probably legends. have tons. Uh, a Marvel who? A Legend what? I, I, yeah. I have quite a bit, but none of them are on display. They're packed away in totes. Like, I have a shitload of Marvel Legends. Uh, I even, I even have uh, Red Skull, which... Oh, yes, I knew that yeah, was coming. Which... Tyler, Tyler's extremely happy that uh, I, I won our fist fight to the death for that figure in the aisle of Walmart. Yeah, it was either pummel Nathan publicly in front of an old lady or let him yeah. have it. Who grabbed it first? We grabbed it. We at same, it was like same time. Are you yeah. shitting? You yeah, really no, did? No. We really you, did. It was like we both saw it. Like it was back behind it, one or two figures. And, uh, you know what? We'll leave it at that. I, we've told the story before. We'll go into more detail about that next week when we talk about. We'll do it next week with our toy thing. Yeah, place in a Walmart, which is a department store yeah. stories. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I love Marvel Legends. I was buying them from the very beginning when Toy Biz had the rights, and years later I stopped. Yeah. So now I just buy them sparingly. Like I, I bought Shang Chi recently. I bought Better A Bill. Um, I want to get uh, the Doctor Doom retro Doctor oh, yeah. Doom. I want to get Warpath, and um, there's some of the uh, some of the Spider-Man retro figures like Mysterio, Green Goblin, Electro. I see them in stores. I just you know I don't always have the extra yeah. money to pull the trigger on, but I really want to get a bunch yeah. of those. Like I, I got so, uh, uh, I got the Thing, Gambit, uh, Nightcrawler, some of those that stick out. Uh, but th those I people that just thing. go and buy every single one, I'm like ah. Between that and yeah, between that and how Hasbro's been, which I I feel really sorry for the Star Wars collectors because the black series black oh, series yeah. just seems like here's another Luke, here's another Han. I'm like, why? Like these people want X, Y, and Z, and you keep giving them the same shit. These companies, man, these companies. Speaking of which, well, let's... <laughs> Daniel Carhoonan says. 
did you guys watch Lyle Convoy's recent video about Super 7 handling the Thundercats toys? I missed that one, but I have I watched, watched it. I watched it as well. I, have to watch, I, I watched a, a couple of his recently. He does great videos. He's very articulate, very insightful and knowledgeable, and I'll have to watch that. So definitely look that up, Lyle Convoy's Super 7, Thundercats toys. Do that after this. Boom, you pop it up on YouTube, you have it, and I'm going to have to watch it too. So. Well, it's valid points. It's valid points. Like he always has, he has very good points. Podcast before too. I mean, there are things that we've all agreed on. Like you know, Super Seven either needs to change their damn model, or they need to stop trying to get a hold of these properties and release these fifty dollar high end collectibles when they can't deliver and still want you to pay another two hundred bucks full ways down the yeah, line. Yeah, and that's a that's the thing. You know, like. You're waiting so long, and then they announce three more waves, expecting you, hey, there's four figures in this wave. Even if you do it through Big Bad, it's like $180, $200 to to drop, guaranteed now. And and that's the thing. They also pull your money out immediately, which we've discussed before is, on one hand, a good thing because the money's gone, you paid for it, it's done and over with. But at the same time, too, to do that consecutively, like, all right, here's two years, here's four waves. You just now got the first wave. Waiting on everything else, you're already out at this point. Say, let's go to the big bad toy store price, so that's uh, 180. Should I just... I'll, I'll bring out the calculator here. So you're doing 180 times four. They already have $720 of your money, you know? like, And, and you're waiting. And you're waiting. And I get people being frustrated by that. that it's annoying. Yeah, and knowing that their first wave of Thundercats was the same figures that a lot of us had already bought. So those of us who are supporting this line had to wait even longer to get different figures. Like, I'm not buying another Panther because he makes a growling face, which looks goofy as hell anyway. But knowing that they bought that, and look how long it took them just to get the same figures that we all had access to years ago, to put those out again. I because I, I was looking at the second wave was supposed to be supposed to be you know delivered this month. I'm like, there's no way in hell like because it comes out around Christmas time. Great, I would be charged two or 100 because I only got three of the four. But having to be charged like 160, 170 bucks for you know three figures in the month of December when you're buying Christmas presents, paying bills and stuff like, they're like yeah. shit. And, but that ain't happening because they, they can't deliver. And, they can't deliver anything on time. And then you have the issue with some people having issues with their figures quality-wise. And I, yep. I haven't, I personally haven't had any problems with anything that I've gotten from Super 7. But other people have. And I know that they've also had to go through hoops and the QAs sometimes very questionable on all that stuff. So it's, it's like Tyler said, you got to... Maybe they have bitten off more than they can chew in terms of all the properties that they have under their belt. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not... None of us are in that business, so it's like, what... No, and it's not like we're trying to pretend like we know what's really going on, but we, when you clearly see they're putting out the little trinket junk shit with, like, you know, solid color, like stuff that comes in little cans, and it's like 20 bucks for this little can of little, little, little small rubber figures yeah. or the reaction stuff. They churn that shit out all the time, no problem. But it's all all the the $50 figures, like the Conan figures, look like shit. But the, the the one based in the comic book looked awesome. The Toxic Crusader looked awesome. But it took almost a damn year to get one figure. Yeah. You know, it's it's something's not adding up here. Look how long it took us to get our He-Man figures. Those movie figures, we, we almost took us a full year. They told us August. Yeah. 
and it was almost a full year of prepaying for those movie figures before we finally got them, which is what I was expecting. You know, I just like there's no way in hell they're going to deliver on that because they never deliver. On so, what they say. I, I mean, like, what, what direction do you go in? Do you push back announcing anything? I feel like that would, but also they work on a how many pre-orders they get basis. It's not like it's a super mass produced. I'll put them out there and see if they sell sort of thing. They base it more off of. But I feel like it, it, when the problems are constantly happening, if they cannot deliver the uh, the very first wave that you purchase, whether it's He-Man or Silverox or Thundercats, whatever it is, if you can't deliver that first wave and build up confidence that you're going to deliver these things on a certain time, you know, and thinking that you know maybe two hundred bucks is not big to, to them, but to the, a lot of us, that's a lot of money. That pays for several bills, and you're telling us we have to pay it now by this certain point. On top of Turtle Classics, Thundercats, all these other things that they want two hundred dollars in advance for. I, it's, it's a nausea. It's frustrating, and makes it even more when they can't deliver the goods, and that we you're still waiting. I mean, we're. we're, we're Four waves into Thundercats, and people are just now getting the first one, and it's all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just, I, I really feel like they got no business announcing anything until they can, like, hey, here's the first wave. It's great. And then next month, we're going to announce the pre orders. It's just, it's, it's too damn much. And they, they cannot fulfill any of these promises. And we're just all expected to, like, oh, just deal with it. Well, you know what? Because we don't have a choice. You've already got our money. Yeah. So. It's, I don't know. I, I remember, I just, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I wish things would be different. And I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll pre-order every Thundercat they throw out because I'm just that desperate to get more Thundercats. But I'm, I'm frustrated as hell with how Super 7 does business. Well, Zen Brown has a question for you, Tyler. Well, oh, thank, th- thanks says, for your thought there, Joe. I appreciate it. Zen <laughs> <laughs> Brown says, uh, I mean, Joe, hey. Joe, Joe just kind of It kind of looked like he was there coming. for a minute. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know Joe um, don't care about Thundercats. Because, like, what's a Thundercat? No, I just, I don't have many to collect any of the stuff you guys are talking about, so I couldn't have no input, because I was like, I just, I don't collect them, that's all. If I had the money, believe me, I'd love to get all that stuff, I just Oh, I'm sure that don't. you would, yeah. <laughs> See, see, there you go. And Zen Brown said, hey, Tyler, we know how much you love Clash of Arms, but how do you, how did you feel about Fisto's portrayal in Secret of the Dragon's Egg? And we've discussed that many times, but oh, well, I mean, what did I, you think I, about it? I, 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 there's... Everything's great. Uh, Secret of the Dragon's Egg. I mean, Fisto was a badass in it, and uh, you know, taking on Goatman and uh, and Beastman, and his tag team was Stridor, which was awesome to see that again. So I I, I thought Fisto was was portrayed uh, very very well. Everyone was in that in that uh, comic. Whiplash was, and Merman was. Skelet- I mean, everybody. Uh, the Golden Books treated all the evil warriors with dignity. All the heroic warriors were, were badasses. Um, other than a couple of dud stories, overall, I mean, Golden Books, they 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 treated it like they're not talking down to us as kids. Like, if we, we were all shown these guys were all epic. You know, there wasn't a, a, a sore spot or like, oh, God, this character sucks. Like, no, it ain't like that with He-Man. You know, it's, 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 it's just not. So that's why I, I take offense, literally, when people want to shit on any of these characters. Um, but yeah, Fisto was... Top notch, Secret of the Dragon's Egg. It's, it's definitely one of the top five uh, golden books, hands down. It is a good one. It is a good one. It, yeah, because we'll even mention sometime about some of the bad ones. We already had mentioned one, but well, I think there's that. more good ones than bad ones, honestly, with golden books, and that includes the hardcover books and the softcover books. Like, 
there's very few bad ones, honestly. E- even like um, uh, Mask of Evil, which the artwork on the inside is not very good, but I still enjoy the story a lot, and the cover art's stunning. But, I mean, the trash... Yeah, I can honestly that... say, I don't think there's any... I mean, honestly, there's not any of those covers that looked bad. Now, the interior no. for some might have been kind of painful on some, just as some of the... Well, the stories might not have been that great, but I loved the covers of all of them. And I think that one of them... Like, when we're talking about some that are bad, what's sad is one of the hardest to get is Power from the Sky. Great cover, but why. boy, that... But that's what's weird. But it's it's one of the hardest to find. I don't know if it was one of the. It was, I think, an '86 release, and I don't know how many were released in '86. The others ones were like you know '84 and you know '80 '85, and I think even like a Hero in Need was '86. But that story wasn't that great. That was another one where amazing uh, cover, but yeah, it's it's a dud of a story. So they had their duds there. But all right, um, I think we had another question from uh, JSP. I think I might have one or a couple. We can always find some. But he says, can you show pictures next week for some of the old catalogs like Service Merchandise, Sears, Montgomery Wars? Oh, those oh, yeah. are God. And I wish I would have them now because I think along with the figures, if you go to eBay and you try to find any of those Christmas catalogs or something for any of those stores, it's like $50, $80 really? for a catalog. Really? Like, Jesus. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, and we – and I remember, what's sad is I remember, you know, as a kid, it was cool to look at it over and over, but eventually it hit the trash pile. God, I wish I would have saved him because there's so many cool little fucking ads, but well, I think the, I might have one. Displays for, for He-Man and uh, various other toys, like, I mean, the, the companies have set up some amazing looking displays in those catalogs, like, and just going and Google searching, yeah. you know, like Google search 83, 84, 85. I'll, like, uh, they put these epic backdrops behind the castles for He-Man. I'll try to get a get a collection of pictures from catalogs maybe uh you know just random stuff for that discussion next week yeah that, that'll be good because the the sears the yeah. sears catalog was like the thing that thing would come in the mail and like oh holy shit what all's in here and i would go and like circle stuff i want this i want this especially with the video games too it wasn't just the action figures i'm like oh yeah the video games and i would see stuff in there i'm like oh this is coming out <laughs> This is out. Ah, I gotta go to the store. I don't know how many damn. I don't know how many old. I mean, I collected as for like magazines. I had almost every video game subscription you can think of, and a lot of crazy shit that was in those. I can't even really find like online. Like, you know, you can usually search to look for an old tip or a trick or a little picture. Some don't have that or clear images like. I know that many people don't remember a lot of the stuff that was on the Sega Master System, but they were going to have uh, Alex Kin Shinobi World. They did release that, but early pictures showed him battling the first boss because it, it was like Alex Kidd, but Shinobi and mixed. He was going to fight somebody, and he was going to be called Mario because that was like Alex Kidd against Nintendo's mascot. And they had it spelled a certain way, you know, with a hyphen in his look. But when the final design came out and the game came out, they had to switch yeah. it up. They couldn't get away yeah. with it. Well, needless to say, when you try to research it online, all you see is like blurry images. Like, God, I got it crystal clear fucking, you know, uh, magazines with that. I just, it's weird. It's bizarre. But a question from G Funny, and I didn't know if you knew. Well, G Funny, you're going to find out here. G Funny says, Anyone here against buying modern toys? He said, sounds like most of you collect or at least have bought recently made toy lines. He says, I just can't get behind them. Well, if you're <laughs> ask about that, I get some of the origins, which, yes, there's some I don't like, but I could pass that to Tyler. If you're talking about people not buying modern toys, Tyler hates the origin, so he ain't going to buy that I shit. I mean, but when you say modern toys, too, you're, you're talking like Marvel Legends and 
all that stuff, which we do collect. The, the neck of stuff, yeah. and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, me and Nathan, we're, I mean, we help each other out, or mainly he helps me. But it, it just dep- part, it, it he, depends he, on what it is. Like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not. Uh, I, so there's things you don't buy that are yeah, mine. I, things well, that I mean, there, see, like, there's eh, plenty I, of stuff like the uh, some of the transformer stuff. They have like varying yeah. lines on there. I'm like, no, I only want specific things from here like that uh that red series the red series transformers that's fantastic but uh, that's a that's a walmart exclusive so you run through all those hoops but yeah i like i i get modern stuff but i'm not gonna just go out and get every it has to be specific yeah and it needs to be reminiscent of the vintage stuff like someone who just wants to come in and throw in a shitty redesign of sound wave and some bullshit transformers line like no i don't want that shit like it needs to look like Generation One, you know, either based on like the toy design or the cartoon, because that's always that's it's not just because it's the cool thing. Like no, because that's what I like. You know, I will buy Transformer stuff if it's very if it's very close to the original designs. I'll buy GI Joe, providing it doesn't look like you know Sigma Six shit and some of the other goofy attempts they did. You know, it needs to look a lot like the old stuff because. It's not because it's old. It's because that was the definitive look. That goes for He-Man, Ninja Turtles, uh, Thundercats, G.I. Joe, Transformers, any other toy lines. So, I mean, there's a, there is a modern stuff. Marvel Legends is great, you know, because they are getting deeper and deeper. And I have to cherry pick because I just don't have the budget to, to, to buy a bunch of as many as I would like. There's a bunch of... And if they release some more goddamn Jason figures, get them from Part 8. Jesus, that's if they get rid of that lawsuit and we could get Jason from Part 8 and do some other shit. And they're like, yeah, I'd buy them. So yeah, I get modern stuff, some things, but uh, not everything. Well, G5... If there was more stuff out there to buy, that, that would be... Yeah, we could say, yeah, I'll buy everything modern, but in case well, anymore. With that, uh, G Funny says, so with that said, how do you determine what to display and what to hide in the closet? I go with the intention of buying any of that stuff to display. Now, the, yeah. the Origins line that I did get, those are all in the closet because I have the vintage displayed. I have the classics displayed, but I still wanted to support the line i saw them and i was like you know if i don't get these i might have buyer's remorse so i went ahead and got them but and it comes to rome yeah. too yeah i mean you're right but nathan you're right it always comes to the room because on that side i used to display all the playmate simpsons figures but then when the classics came out and some other stuff i i had to put those in totes into a closet but otherwise i'm always under whatever i'm gonna buy i'd like to put out and display but you eventually run out of room it's like damn i don't know what to do that's why some things do make it into the closet or you really got to try to be creative with the way you display stuff in room when you don't have much and he says then why yeah, why I mean, get them if not to display and that that's that you know yeah you're right. I, that, that's that's yeah. the only thing. The origins are the only thing I've bought in a, while, a long time, really, that didn't go on display anywhere. Now, there's stuff that I bought and displayed, and then I moved, and I haven't got a chance to put them somewhere else. But I have space downstairs, so I, I need to go through all my stuff and be like, all right, this will get displayed here, this will do that. So the intention is to do that. Or uh, sometimes you just fall out of stuff, like... Uh, Star Wars, prime example. Like, I would have some of that stuff out and displayed, and then, like, you know, I would just... I go through phases where I lose interest with it, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll take these down and put them away and put something else in its place. So, and you just go through all kinds of different stuff. But I see what you're getting at. And, and that could be asked of a lot of 
collectors. Like, why do you buy this if the intention is not to display, but you can go even further down the hole. It's like, why do some people just buy stuff and keep it meant on card? Why not just, uh, as Matt Cardona says on their rest, uh, major wrestling figure podcast, let them breathe. Let them breathe. Display yeah. them. A lot of people do have it to. A lot of people do want to buy it to where they're hopefully that in the future it gets a lot of value and can sell. I mean, I yeah. know a yeah, lot of people I, that I, collect I, like I, that. I mean, that, but I feel like so much modern stuff. Like it, it doesn't look good on cart anyway. I mean, some people do put put together some really good packaging for a lot of the modern toys. Most of them are not though. And I almost feel like if it's not like high demand stuff, like the stuff Naked puts out that's turtle related, or this like the stuff that Super Sevens put out, or the, any of the classics. God, man. Or the G.I. Joe Collector's uh, subscription line. Like, all that shit is, it's modern stuff, but people want a, an arm and a leg for it. And I'm like, how the hell is that? Well, that's the thing. A lot of them don't get, like, they'll try to get a price and they don't get it, but they're in hopes that in the future they can get it. And what's bizarre is you never know. That's the one thing. There's figures that were in the past that you thought could be absolute horseshit and dog shit, and then somehow now they just attract such a high value because there was a limited amount. People didn't want them, so people now are buying modern stuff in hopes of, hey, I hope in the future and get money. There's, I just I've seen endless collections of people where you're right, they have them just stacks, stacks, all in closets, in boxes. I mean, like thousands of figures, and I mean, hell, that's their prerogative. But yeah, a lot of them. They're not ever intending on opening, displaying. They just want to resell. But, yeah, if I had the space in the room, everything I would buy would be in the intention of, like you said, I'd like to open them, display them. Or, for those who had the room, leave them all men on card. But if it's for you, cool to have them all displayed. But a lot of people do want to resell in the future, and it'd be great if they can. But I've seen so many people, you know, they get stuck with shit. How many, like, I think it was... What was all that bizarre shit that it was like in the 90s and it was when KB was getting cleared out. They had so much overstock. And then when I was going to some of these flea markets, every fucking flea market just had tons of certain kind of spawn or other things that like just nobody was wanting. Just so much overstock of shit. There's there so, so many toy lines stuff. back in the like the late, tons. like the mid to late 90s that KB yeah. had. I think of like the various like. Like Toy Biz, Marvel superhero lines they were pointing out that no one was oh, buying. Starting lineup. Uh, oh, <clears throat> sorry, had something in my throat. There's there. another one. Starting They're not lines. worth dick. The Spawn figures They're were not out worth dicks. I hate that too. <laughs> uh, but I, I was sorry. I was collecting starting lineups just because I was super into sports, and those were ones that I had. I had loose ones displayed on a shelf that I had, uh, like particular rookie cards or autograph cards, like in the the hard casings i had those displayed on a shelf and had starting lineups loose on there but i also had them carded and hung up on the wall around that so like one wall was football one wall was baseball the other one was basketball so i, I get all sides of the spectrum but go ahead tyler talking about the all those lines that weren't weren't worth shit then and are not worth shit now yeah i mean i i, I well hell uh, one of my favorite toy lines is the marvel superheroes line that toy biz did back in the, like the uh like the early early like 1990 or 89 where they had the Marvel Training Center, and they had like Green Goblin, Doctor Doom, Doctor Octopus, Nihilus, all members, all four of the Fantastic Four, Cap, Spider Man, Venom. All those figures are dirt cheap, you know, like they're not hard to collect. But I mean, that toy line's what oh, no, thirty years old, and you can buy a lot of those men on card for like less than twenty bucks. So it's, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how people, you know, can. I, I, I don't, I don't quite get it, but. But I, I just think of like the Ghost Rider toy line that that was ca that was being carried in KB at that time, which I kept like wanting to collect, but they didn't have the ones I wanted, so I wouldn't buy buy any of them. There was uh, 
I mean, like Star Wars was putting out Powers of the Force stuff, and then when like the the Phantom Menace came out, you couldn't get rid of that shit. There was stuff all over all over the stores. Uh, they were doing like dolls of like Spider Man playing soccer and scuba diving yeah. and shit like that. Like who's buying yeah. this shit? It's like the all the dumb yeah. shit. It's like oh, here's Superman on a motorcycle. Why would he need that? He doesn't need that. Yeah, he can fly. Like stupid shit like that. I don't know. They just had no no creative thinking. That and you know it was. It's not that I didn't want to buy toys, but there just wasn't a whole lot. And God, there was you know Star Trek stuff. There was. You know, they were bringing back the G.I. Joe 12-inch stuff in stores. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that stuff's lame. Give me real American hero, and that stuff be cluttering up the shelves. And then, of course, 2000X comes along, and Smash Blade and Spin Blade. Oh, God, every KB in America. Mm. It was just mm. distribution and no originality. Like, I just, um, I mean, people were still buying toys because like, I was noticing that time, like, you know, people were collecting toys and and um there was just a lot of excess stuff though and oh, there I, was. I should, and, and, yeah, I should get some pictures the toy liquidators which was like a an off-brand of kb i mean i went to no. one of those with nathan one time no i feel and like the, the flea markets around here are those because the amount of stuff every vendor in this one place that we have around here called storm and norman's if there is a toy section they're all flooded with that 90 shit every one of them and they just can't sell them nobody wants them even now so they're I, flooded i remember this makes you think there's there are a few roses in existence. I and, and I had no oh, idea. The, like, but long it's time, not but they, it's not the roses that we knew. It, it's that, no. That's but, basically uh, they have the same business model now that Magic Mart did, where it's just their upper tier guys go to like these uh, these business shows so there's like all kinds of vendors there like hey put in an order to buy this shit like their whole thing is just completely it's not it's not it's something i don't know what happened along the way but roses now is not even i, I don't even know why they still call it roses because it's not they, they completely changed the distribution for it's basically like a a bulk warehouse because if you go down their toy aisle, it's just a bunch of old shit, and it's just a bunch of bulk, and that's it. Like, it's nothing. It sucks. It sucks. That, well, I can't... This, this, the only reason I bring this up is because this, I, I thought this was so cool, but sad at the same time is there was a... And it's still there in, in North Myrtle Beach, and I was like, oh my god, I have to go in there. I really thought I was going to like walk in there and find like a, a Rotom mint box or something like that. But I went to the toys. They actually had the X Men twenty ninety nine toy line on Good the God. shelves in there, and I'm like, son of a bitch! Good God, that toy line's from the early nineties, and it was right there. On we're talking like the the uh, the mid two thousands, like two thousand you know five or six or seven, and I, I just That's, it was yeah. like I'll ne- I'll never forget that. And yeah, that, I, and I, I, they, I, I, there's probably just some like bum. That has like some shitty company somewhere. He went to this thing and like the roses execs were coming. It's like, hey, I got I got all these toys. I'll sell them to you at this price per pallet. And they're like, yeah, you got a deal. And that's what's on there. It's just a bunch of old shit that nobody wanted. And no one still wants. I'm gonna get some pictures next time I go to Storm and Norman and show you the shit I have. And Adam will answer your question before we wrap it up. He just want to say one day he was looking to see what is Masters of the Universe related online for sale he said he's seen these giant he-man and skeletor figures made from mexico he said what made them unique those are the hollowed out figures they have he-man they had skeletor in multiple different sizes as well in giant form they also had a web store 
Zodak, that shit show Stratos, and uh, yeah, a couple others. God, the one He's last dead. thing I want to mention. Before, yeah, one. I'm going to mention this before we wrap it up. They have these little clip bag things that I was never collecting, but I've seen bag? it. Yeah, yeah, clip that's what bag. You are right now. That's right. No, so they had these little clip things, and they were in the bags, and they clips of Master Universe, and uh, you don't know what you're going to get. They're normally like five, six bucks. Well, there was a dollar fifty clearance at one of the stores I was at the other day, and of course, who do I get? Fucking Stratos. It's just terrible. I mean, so that's it. All right, that happened. Yeah. Well, what is that black dot behind you over there? Oh, I told Grim that that's that's a screw hole. I mean, it's a screw that's in the wall. There was a hole where I had something else hanging. I took it off, so that's just a screw that you're seeing right there above snout spout it's just it's the end of a screw head so but that's it um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode so people who are new to this show make sure you like subscribe share and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live and until next time have a powerful day your brother's yellow and i'm gonna kill him what do you say wait what was that i said your brother's yellow and I'm going to kill him. Brothers yellow, and I'm going to kill him. Okay, what movies had brothers? Uh, <laughs> what uh, movies had um, Double Impact? No. Double Impact? Okay. No. Um, Anyone else getting the vibe that, that Joe was getting kind of antsy because the thing he wants to go play with himself again? He was talking about it so much on the show. He's like, I got some <laughs> yeah, things to take care like, of. Oh, man, that sounds kind of good. Like, I haven't, I haven't done that in the last, you know, five hours. <laughs> Like, you need to hurry up. Oh, I all with your super center, man. I got, I, I got business. I got to take care of, man. <laughs> We're gonna see if somebody gets Person your. Joe, Joe was like looking at like a like a, a 1990s Victoria's Secret catalog. No, you know? no, it's no, like well, no, well, it wouldn't be that. It would be the the Sears catalog because you know how it also had oh, like yeah, the bras Sears, and stuff. Yeah, Victoria's Secret. That's too good yeah. for Joe. Joe would be using Sears. Yeah, yeah, yeah the lingerie. <laughs> that's all wrinkled up and craggly, you know, from from dry bits on there. Well, nobody has got it yet. It's been about a 30-second delay. I'll give 10 more seconds. If nobody gets it, then you're going to have to give us that one. I am not. I can't believe Nathan doesn't have uh, Dude, you know how I am with movie quotes. Some of them, I'm just like, I immediately know what it is. And other ones, I'm like, yeah, I should have known that, but I don't. Yeah. I, no holds barred. Jesus. Time, time's up. Oh, did he say no holds barred? Yeah. Yeah. It's what Zeus says. Oh, he was talking to the 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 punk kid uh, or something. Yeah, the, the oh, can kid. can you make the noise when he chokes him? I can't. Oh, come do on, that. man! Like I, come on! I know you can. It, it, it never sounded like it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just do your version of it. No, I'm not going to embarrass myself on here. I do it enough yeah. as it is. Well, I tried. Well, I don't think you can top my. I don't think you can top my embarrassment that I said earlier. So, uh, go ahead. You can make the sound. Do it. You can do it. God just, damn it! Just, but that's the thing. Like, I, I don't sound like Zeus just, grabbing Randy by the neck and, <laughs> you know, that's that's what I would do. That just a little bit louder. Nathan just thought it was. It's just, just a. It's a bad impression. Is no, what it's it is. not because you're you get all bug eyed and you like go through the thing where it looks like you're actually grabbing him and I see the intensity in your face. That's what made it funny. <laughs> I was worried it was going to sound like you know Josh's Jack Nicholson impression. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah, from from a few good yeah. men. Yeah, that was pretty bad.
Yeah. That was that was really <laughs> that was really fucking bad. Like all of us, the car just gets yeah. Like, he oh, he God. thought he was gonna blow yeah. us away, and no one said shit. And I think eventually, uh, either I laughed because no one said anything, or we just changed the subject. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, I think we changed the subject. Then we saw a raccoon get decapitated <laughs> oh, by an eighteen wheeler. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was. T- <laughs> <laughs> we're on the interstate driving this raccoon just comes out of we're nowhere to look for toys and too. i'm just like oh shit and then like it's just going you think it's gonna make it and then like this 18 wheeler comes by and you just see it just explode it looked like fucking animal confetti i mean it was just everywhere did the head fly on your yeah. car no nothing hit my car but it just I, there wasn't even a head joe it just all exploded it like bitch. we saw a big chunk like a big chunk of the raccoon and uh, fly up into the air in front of us. I mean, yeah. we, we saw the whole wow. thing. It and... went probably a good 20, wow. 30 feet in the air. Just like like meat, meat firework or something, you know? It just exploded. Yeah. And then we didn't say anything for well, like 15 way. minutes. We all just sat in silence. Yeah, we laughed really hard and then we all got depressed because like, oh my God, that poor yeah. raccoon. Like, we thought he was going to make it's it. It's just that something. end of the show. Yeah, that's a that's a neat way to well, end the show. That's what you're gonna get on here. You never know what you're gonna get on this yeah. podcast. You're gonna get your he man, but you're gonna get a little extra yeah, pain for your some, buck. Some... Almost like Grimbot said. Yeah, Grimbot said. Yeah, it's making me hungry. That does. It sounds delicious. You get a fry. Well, I see Joe's like, you let, did you did you at least get some off the road? Did, <laughs> did you fry it up with some butter? Did you eat it later? Yeah, that... uh, or slice some cheap. You know, uh, uh, was it uh, Texas Pete? And, you know, hot sauce. Everything works great. But, what a show. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next time.